Hello, everybody. Welcome to the last episode of the year, I think. This is the last episode of the year. Uh, my name is Matthew. I'm Matt. And I'm Alexis. And today, we are excited, but like a little bit less excited than Fuck we were you. on the last episode, because Fuck today, you. we Fuck are talking you. about Fuck the Hawk Guy, Hawk Gal, the Hawk People TV show. The Hot Guy. Hot Guy. Hot That's guy, really yep, the hot guy show. Hot guy and hot gal TV show. I don't disagree with fifty percent of that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so at time of airing, I think we will get this out like around the the final episode of Hawkeye. We are doing one Hawkeye episode. We're not doing six because, uh, as listeners know, we had quite a time getting this group through Loki. <laughs> Um, I, so I cannot be fucking bothered with goddamn Hawkeye. We will we will see how the one episode recap works. That being said, Matt, you're gonna be on you're gonna have to be very, very studious with your notes because if you take fucking six uh, hours worth of notes, I'll, oh my god, we're not I'll, gonna... I'll 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 be I'll try and be reasonable. Um, no, there's no guarantee that I will be, but I will at least give it the old college try. Uh so at time of pre-recording, I've seen every episode to date. You guys have seen none of it. Alexis is excited and Matt is not. And is that an accurate statement for where we're at for this pre-show? This all checks yes. out. All right. Let's start with Alexis. I want to start with that, the good stuff. Uh, Alexis, you are excited for the Hawkeye show. Yeah, why not? I like Hawkeye. I like archers. I think that's a cool power skill to have. So I'm all for that. He seems like a cool dude. He, he makes friends easily. Isn't that what we all <laughs> makes friends, friends easily? easily yeah. yeah, I would love to um, know how to make friends easily. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, he power. had ties to Black Widow, and now they're blaming him for her death. So that's gonna be fun. That's an element, sure. Um, but yeah, also... we we made you watch Black Widow so you could get ready for this show. <laughs> But also, I saw a brief interview on the Jonathan Ross show, so I saw a clip of it. So I have seen something about this, and it looks very like Christmas time related. Mm-hmm. So I'm doubly down because I like Christmas themed TV shows and movies, especially right now because we are in. We're the in. Christmas we're time. in it. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You've read the Matt Fraction, David Aja, Hawkeye stuff, right? Didn't you? Mm-hmm. Maybe no. So, I didn't know any of the I words thought you that just said. you've read some Hawkeye book. I thought, yes, and I'm trying to remember what it is. It's been a few years. I'm pretty sure I have the uh, the Hawkeye with Matt Fraction, I just haven't read it. That's the one where it. he is, uh, he owns a apartment building. Yeah, no, I haven't read that one. No, I heard you people talking about. What Hawkeye's just a landlord? There's a reason yeah. for it, yes. Well, no shit. <laughs> it would be really silly he, if it was just like, this is just what I do now. I buy property and rent it out. Isn't that they, exciting? This was right after Avengers came out and we were dealing with like the popularity of all of them. Um, they made a solo Hawkeye book that was like, this is what Hawkeye does when he's not an Avenger. And in the, the 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 way that it began is essentially that um, 
Hawkeye is like hanging out like on the streets with, with, with the real New Yorkers, as it were, and basically finds out that there's this group extorting people in a building that he rents an apartment in, yada, yada, yada. He buys out the, um, uh, he buys out the apartment building from the extorters. And that kind of drives the long, long plot of the book as to why was someone trying to extort people in this building. But he becomes the, the, the owner of the building. So riveting stuff. Well, I bring I bring it up, and I, I thought Alexis read it. Um, elements, not the tenant stuff, so don't worry about it. But elements of the Hawkeye TV show were influenced by that whole run of books, so that's why I thought you had read it. And was asking you um, about it. I'm trying to remember the last like Hawkeye related thing I read, which is probably just him being in Old Man Logan. <laughs> yeah, that was another. Hawkeye there's there's a whole old man Hawkeye stuff sure yeah which also I would watch that show old man Hawkeye old man wasn't there uh there was a podcast wasn't there like a like a scripted old man Hawkeye podcast was there really that's great I think there was (laughs) they did like Marvel has produced a bunch of like I know they did a Wolverine one yeah and I listened to like an episode or two and I like I wasn't very into it but I'm like reasonably sure Old Man Hawkeye was one of the podcasts. Wow, that's good. Um, but okay, so on the one hand, we have Alexis who's like excited for this, and that's awesome because people like being excited for things. Um, Matt, how you doing? I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. I could not like. It'd be really hard for me to care any less. Like, if nothing else, I've been consistent on my stance that I don't give a fuck about Hawkeye. Um, so why? We can recap it again just for the, the listeners at home. What what do you not like about Mr. Hawk? Oh, he's just there. <laughs> he doesn't have the beef quality. Is that it? He, well, I mean, that's not helping him. Let's be real here. <laughs> like that's that's doing him absolutely zero favors. <laughs> um, but like, I don't fucking care about him. Like his character isn't that interesting to me. He's an archer. Like, fine. Great. His, his power is just so like only useful in such very specific scenarios. And then in other scenarios, he's he might as well not fucking be there. Like, but he has literally like, he's been the most important Avenger. How the fuck do you figure that? So in the first Avengers film, when Hawkeye is working with Loki, Loki wins, but then Hawkeye joins the Avengers and the Avengers beat Loki. Then in Infinity War, Hawkeye's well, never even there, and the Avengers lose. This but then when Hawkeye shows up in doing. Endgame, the Avengers win. Like when Hawkeye is not part of the group, the Avengers lose consistently every single time. That is an absurd. Way Who to won try in and... Civil War? Was it the team that Hawkeye was part of, or the team that Hawkeye wasn't part of? I'll, I'll I'll spoil it for you. It was the team that Hawkeye was part of. You can fucking eat a dick. That is. And Every abs- single time Hawkeye is part of a group, that group wins. He is literally the most important. No. <laughs> just disagree. Um, but I mean, like, Hawkeye's more than just an archer. He was a special agent. He was a, a spy, um, an assassin for hire, right? We kind of saw... I mean, it was very, very strongly hinted at with, like, his past and stuff with uh his relationship with black widow um but then even with endgame 
Do you remember? Do you remember what he was up to during the blip? I just remember him being like in somewhere in like Japan in the rain doing some murders with a sword. Yep. Which was like, oh, they're actually going to try and make him cool, and then they did. So, I mean, they. I think he was still cool. You thought he was cool the entire time. <laughs> that that does not that does not fit here. That does not help. I got Alexis on my side. Alexis thinks he's cool. Yeah, that's fine. It's I I understand. It's just me, and I'm okay with that. But I think Hawkeye is a jabroni. Would you be interested in seeing more about uh, what Hawkeye's blip experience was like? Would that be an interesting thing for you? I feel like you're you're kind of leading me leading me in a direction here, sir. I am trying to to put you in a good mood for this show because I don't want a repeat of Loki because <laughs> that was rough. Well, luckily, this trying is to give you something to be interested in, to be to be to be looking to look forward to. Like, to I understand you not care about the Christmas quality. <laughs> you ready for the holidays? It's fine. <laughs> like, it's not that doesn't work against it. I guess I'm not like, oh man, I got to do my Christmas movie rotation. Rudolph, Frosty, Die Hard, and fucking this. Like, I'm not like, this is not going to get added. They're not going to be playing this 24-7 on fucking TBS for a week and a half. Like, <laughs> mostly because they probably don't have the rights to it. Be far too I don't know who owns TBS at this point. I don't know, know who owns what anymore. Like, Does, it's is, all it, getting, is, it st- is it still Turner? Like, Are you assume so? It's literally in the name, but... Yeah. But I don't think there's any rules anymore. Is the I don't know. Here. Fucking South Park is an MTV show. Like, what are we doing? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, Viacom, um, Viacom CBS really fucked things up on that one. It's just a yeah, lot. They're then, the ones that fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, you get it. But it's it's Viacom CBS, but then their streaming service is paramount. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, uh, Hawkeye takes place after um, Endgame and, and all of that jazz. So we are uh, uh, dealing with the post-Endgame landscape. Um you know that that obviously means that the the it's also after Black Widow and the post credit scene in Black Widow, right? Like we're we're kind of in this new post blip world, but obviously for Hawkeye who did a bunch of shit, there's seemingly consequences, um, or at least consequences enough to to bring him back for a television show. Let's say. Yeah, let's, um, let's stick with that. What about the other the other part of this? Isn't it like the daughter is like the new the new hot guy? The new the daughter is the new hot guy. No, it's not a daughter, but yes, there is a new hot guy who is actually a hot girl. Okay. How do either of you feel about hot girl? This is a great conversation so far. I don't, I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't care about hot girl. No. Why do we not care about hot girl? Why should you know I care about, about hot girl? <laughs> What what reason do I have to care about hot girl? She's a hot girl. Great. Yeah, she's a hot girl. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but then but then I'd care more about Black Widow and I don't. But here we are. Do either of you know who plays? The, I can't think of her, I can't think of her name. Haley Stein that, Steinfeld. That one. Steinfeld. Steinfeld, yeah. Do Sorry, either of you Seinfeld? Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. I'm gonna assume Alexis, you know her from a thing or two, maybe. Yeah. From like what? Begin again and 
wasn't she in the Bumblebee movie? Mm-hmm. You like jazz? <laughs> that one? Not that one. The other Bumblebee movie. I fucking loved <laughs> that, by the way. I loved Bumblebee. I still haven't seen it. I just remember oh, you talking about it so that I've noticed it. Sorry, I thought y'all were, you know, classy I people saw... talking about B-movies. So Bumblebee was directed by the guy who's behind, like, all of the good stuff at Leica Studio. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, like, know. the guy who did, like, Coraline and Box Trolls did Bumblebee? So I went to see it. And then you have, uh, it, one, it was just good. It was a good movie. Um, but then you had Haley Steinfeld show up and she she comes on the screen and is like, I she's like, I'm a like a, a rebellious youth who loves the Smiths. And I was like, fuck yes, this is the Jesus uh, Christ number one fan. <laughs> uh, but um, mother of no, God. she's a, she's uh, she's in another thing. Uh, and the reason I bring it up just to get them um, again, I'm just trying to give Matt some reason to be in a good mood about this. You um, no, you really don't need to waste your time here. Like I'm gonna. He's do in a movie that you love. You That's really true. were a big fan of. I'm. He was in a movie that I love. He was. She was. Oh. Did she was. Yeah, he's a, he's a huge true grit friend. Uh, no, it was pitch perfect. Um, no, she's uh, Spider Gwen in Into the Spider Verse. Oh, that's nice. See, so something. But that doesn't. That I am. That's that. That means nothing to me. Like that. Like someone. Uh, this was a uh, like a performance you liked in this movie. Why would it not be like? Oh well, this is someone I'm excited to see do a new role. Have you ever heard me say any of those words in that order? Like, not in that have order, ever, but have, have you ever heard me say like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see movie X because person Y was in movie Z, and I really liked movie Z." Have you ever, literally, ever heard me say that? Technically, yes. In what context? In I demand the context answers. of like, I'm excited to see the new Doctor Strange because Shang Chi is in it. But that's not because of the actor. That's because the <laughs> because movie of the character. Was good. Yeah, yeah. But you, you you weren't you weren't excited to see like the new Simu Liu joints or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, right, right. It, like, or it's I'm, like, I'm, oh, like Thor's in this. Like, yeah, I like Thor. But yeah, that's that's kind of the only. The that's, only that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I'm not like, oh man, I can't wait to see that movie because I liked this other thing. Like, I, I'm I'm not. I don't I don't okay. really ascribe that. Like I don't think a, a, a an actor carries a a movie. Okay, that's fine. You're... Like I didn't I didn't jump to go see Little Italy because Hayden Christensen's in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't. <laughs> what a very specific <laughs> reference you were making. Yep, that's um... me. You're not excited about the Uncharted movie because Spider-Man's in it? That fuck, that movie looks like doo doo um, butter. I haven't oh, seen the trailer for it, but that movie's going to be expect. so bad. Holy shit! There's no reason for that movie to exist. Yes, there is money, but, um, but it's just oh, it's just a worse of the oh, it's so bad. Like we already have those movies. Indiana Jones exists. Like we don't need. <laughs> yeah, to they're do making this. another Tomb Raider movie too. Like right, we don't need this. All of the things um, you're the Uncharted movies are basic, or the Uncharted games are basically movies as well, with right. the way that they're done. Um, exactly, and how how the fuck are they going to rectify the fact that oh right, he's a genocidal maniac? Like they're just going to have Tom I don't Holland think they just are. murdering everything that's ever moved? Like no, of course they're not. 
Um, what do we, what would it take to, uh, like, what do you, what would you want in the Hawkeye show that you would actually get excited about? You would be like, yeah, okay, cool. It's not that I love man Hawkeye and I love, uh, sorry, I hate man Hawkeye, but I love lady Hawkeye. Like it doesn't have to be that, but like, what are the things that, that you want out of this show? Like Alexis is already in, like, what does it take to get you in? Dude, Hawkeye dies almost immediately, and she has to carry the mantle almost immediately. But the mantle is nothing because his mantle is fucking nothing. Like, she has to take on the burden of nothing. Ooh. Like, so you already like her more than you like him. Yeah. I, Which is fair because <laughs> like, I think like, Haley's awesome. I like dirt more than I like him. Like, it's not a high bar. But like, <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what this movie could do that could make me give a fuck about it. Like, honestly, if it's if it if it succeeds in being like a, a, a an action packed romp in the ways that um, Winter Soldier was not, like, I'll at least get something out of that. What do you mean, Winter Soldier because, was not? Uh, like, just the the action filled romp that I wanted it to be. If this is just like a, a you mean a, um, the Captain America, the Falcon, sorry, Winter, Falcon oh, and Winter Soldier. Okay, no, got no, no, it, got no, no, it, got no. it, got it, got it. I thought you were talking yeah. about the. There Captain is, America yeah, Winter exactly. Soldier. There is literally no way. There is no possible way. No planet on which anything with Hawkeye in it is better than Winter Soldier. There is no even remote possibility. N- not even because you I, I I don't do we have to get the list? Because I have to remember where was Civil War on Matt's list. Below Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Do you have his list open? It was, it was second or third. I do not no, have but it I open. Just remember that. Winter Soldier is primo content. I don't disagree. I just remember you really liked Civil I, War as well. I very much so. enjoyed Civil War, but it did not surpass. What what was your stat? What was your top five stack rank again? Do you kind of uh, do you remember? Dude, I do not have that on hand. Okay. <laughs> I'll need. I'll let me. I'll, I'll see if I can pull it because I think every time I needed to pull it, I would. I would message Alexis and be like, do you still have this written down somewhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which good luck if I do. <laughs> Cause I just I want to remember what was your your top to be if it to see if Hawkeye was in any of the movies that are above Winter Soldier. Again, I'm with you. Winter Soldier, fantastic. That's a that's a that's that a top three. That's rips. like a yeah, that movie was amazing. But I, 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 your your comment here that there's no world in which a thing with Hawkeye in it is better than Winter Soldier. I just want to remember what your stack rank was to confirm that Hawkeye was not in any of the movies. I know, that I are know better what, than Winter I know what you're trying to do, but I, I can oh, tell you with I great. Think I found it. He has it. Okay. What is the yeah number one Winter Soldier? I know. Okay, there you go. Okay, I know that was like I know. Okay, so one in one and two. There you go. All right. But, uh, but what what are the but number now? two being Civil War and Hawkeye features prominently in that movie like it, it does make sense I don't Hawkeye I don't remember any of the parts that Hawkeye was in in that granted I don't remember most most of that movie I know so. you didn't re- fucking remember Baron Zemo like yeah we don't need to talk about that um no I mean look uh one Hawkeye's the show is not better than the Winter Soldier movie. Let's just clear that one up right now. No need to set, no no need to try and set some kind of lofty expectations here. Um, I think uh, without spoiling anything, like I'm interested to see what you think because I think you you do get to see kind of like a different different part of him um, than you do in the movies, just because he is one of two main characters on the show, you know. Um, and 
whether or not you getting to spend a little bit more time to understand him makes it better for like i think alexis is really going to enjoy this because you already like him um but I, I i really will be curious to see as someone who uh let's say i know you kind of like like the comedy stuff or like the banter stuff but you also really enjoy when they kind of deal with the real world consequences that's something you kind of talk about a lot and like hawkeye is like a grounded character this isn't like big mystical multiverse bullshit this is a, a pretty for superhero stuff like it's a pretty grounded story so i'm curious if you getting to see him in that context will do anything for you i don't know if it will but that's what i'm kind of curious about it 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 could like like i feel like 90 percent of the time we've seen we, we we've seen him on screen it's been supremely consequential stuff because they felt like they had to make it supremely consequential like oh how are we going to get out of this jam i don't know he has these cyber arrows that hack a console like mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's the bullshit we kind of get out of him so like I, I, I guess like just humanizing him a bit and making him like an actual person that does shit would be something like i don't know if i give a hoot about it but like but like you, at least you'd remember the two big things about his character arc from Endgame, which was the the, the yeah. that he was doing Ronin out. shit, and that uh, all the stuff with um, and poor yeah Black Widow. out for Black Widow. But um, and I, I I cannot recall from our episodes, and I, I feel like now you're going to give us the like yeah I didn't really give a shit answer, but like I can't remember in the Endgame episode if you like cared about the Black Widow scene. Um. I mean, I, I don't remember particularly off the top of my head, but like, I, I, I remember, that's, that's kind of the answer. I thought you'd there, there, there you go. Like, cause I, I didn't think her character ever got really fleshed out either. And then when they tried to do it, they're like, ha we're bad at this. So <laughs> like, I, I probably was equally ambivalent at the time, but okay. I, I cannot, I cannot confirm for sure. Well, we've got an ambivalent viewer, we've got an excited viewer, and there's me who's seen it, so I can't say my opinion. Um, <laughs> so you I don't matter. I won't say my my opinion. Um, all I will say is I'm excited to, to talk about it and see how we condense six hours worth of content into one podcast episode. There's, there is no um, shot that that goes well. Let me, let me just... We'll, we'll, we'll see how we'll try it. Yeah. First, I mean, first, first time for everything. That's what they say. Hello, podcast listeners. We're the hosts of the DC3 cast. I'm Zach. I'm Vince. And I'm Brian. Each week, we discuss most of the new releases from DC Comics, focusing mainly on Rebirth, Wildstorm, and Young Animal. We also look at the news of the week, discuss the film and television adaptations of DC material, and dig into industry rumors. We've also had a number of DC creators on our show, like Scott Snyder, Jim Lee, Christopher Priest, Steve Orlando, and Joshua Williamson. So, if you like Borat jokes, my wife, bad to end Dio impressions, this is bad, what the f***? And an in-depth look at DC each week, join us every Wednesday morning at multiversitycomics.com, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. Come get Jurgens with us. All right. Welcome everybody. We are we're back. 
Uh, it has been some time since we recorded the pre-show, but we are doing a post-show of all of Hawkeye, and we're going to see how the fuck that works. And I know uh, the main thing here that everybody is so excited to know, Alexis, what did you think of uh, your, your Christmas Christmas story? I really enjoyed it. It was a good little series. Definitely the best out of all of the Marvel um, series really? that we've seen. Yeah. Interesting. Out of WandaVision, WandaVision second. But the, I think this is better, personally. Just Interesting. For me, <laughs> I would put WandaVision and then this. But I just, just liked it because yeah. this was a lot more lighthearted and just easy to digest and very mm. contained. All of those reasons, I liked it a lot more. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can do we can do a fun stack rank, but uh, now that we've heard from Cindy Lou, let's <laughs> let's hop over to the Grinch and see what what he thinks about this latest Christmas adventure. So, Matt, how are we doing over there? It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I'll take a fine over yeah. a. I think, I, I think it's number two. What's number one? WandaVision, probably. Uh, okay. I'm with you there. It's probably WandaVision, this, then well, Loki, Loki, then Falcon. How? <laughs> let me, let me, let's clarify. How big's the gap between one and two? <laughs> is there like a lot of space um, there? Or is it no, more like, was... no, there's like a lot of space between two and three? No, this was fine. Honestly, I, I thought it was I thought it was enjoyable. Like I don't I still don't really give more of a shit about Hawkeye. Like I don't give a fuck about him. But it turns out when the Girl Hawkeye the, or Boy Hawkeye. Either. It turns out when the enemy isn't hyper powered aliens from space and instead instead it's just Russian dude in jumpsuit with baseball bat, it's far more fucking grounded and fine. Him taking yeah, down an, an alien insurgency is fucking stupid him taking down fucking olaf with his with his goddamn brass knuckles yeah fine easy olaf <laughs> all right bro so so well, like so like that's why this is more grounded in terms of a situation in which he would actually be effective versus when he's part of the avengers he is the most useless one except they always lose when he's not around that's so irrelevant. he's the that's most a, important one. That's not how that, that's, that is, you're assuming causation and there's no causation. Wait, solid question. Because Black Widow and Hawkeye are both the powerless people, but at least Hawkeye has range damage ability. He's still less useful than Black Widow. Black Widow may be more useless. You're right. Yeah. But she, she can at least hang her hat on the fact that she sacrificed herself for the world. That's at least mm-hmm. something that she did to make herself useful. I think that's like trying to stop her. He had to literally commit suicide. <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, Hawkeye is so useless he couldn't stop her. And he admits that she's better than him several times. But technically, yeah, I was gonna say, like Black Widow is canonically better than Hawkeye, more useful than Hawkeye, more talented than Hawkeye. I don't know which phrasing there you like better. But you're right. But... You're right. Uh, Black Widow really her range ability is really like I have a pistol and he's like I can I have pim fucking arrows now apparently he they they did an arrow thing in um uh which one was it was it Endgame or was it Civil War it was Civil War I don't remember because he oh no well they 
they put Ant-Man on the arrow and then shot Ant-Man into Iron Man. So it's not really the same thing. No. Um, well, okay, Matt, I don't know uh, how don't you want to do this. I don't really know either. But, uh, you know, floor is, floor oh, is yours. I, as, I, there are like a bunch of fun comic bits and bobs to share here, but yeah whenever you're ready how, well, how, pro- do, you wanna, how do you want to do this i don't really i don't know i didn't know this was going to be up to me um like it's always I, up to you but i can't in good faith go episode by episode through five pages of notes i can't do that i won't do that i shan't do that we can go maybe like, go through your notes by... and pick out the things that you want to talk about yeah. so, so it won't can... maybe it won't be like a full yeah, every fine. every second recap but maybe it'll be closer to what I, when when Alexis and I originally cornered you and we're like, we're going to make this podcast. My thought was like, oh, he's just going to write down like six or seven things he wants to discuss, not like maniacally writing down every second of the movie. Yeah, but the thing is, I need so. to write the shit down or else I don't remember what happened. Yeah. So it's like I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. All right. Um, well, you'll have to read some stuff in silence and then pick which ones you want to talk about. Yeah. All right. So the. the- big character story so that's so the whole premise is she wants to be hawkeye because hawkeye saved her even like during the battle for new york essentially i mean i think i think her motivations are bigger than that fine but it doesn't matter and that's kind of what she talks about in the last episode too is i think it's more that she found him to be inspirational given that he you know the the Avengers are like like the musical says, Hawkeye's just a really cool guy. <laughs> Everyone else has these like wonderful powers and talents. Mm-hmm. Um, All that fucking musical. <laughs> I hated it so much. I hated it so oh, much. Bad. And okay, so I finished it, and then earlier, and you were like, "Oh, just FYI, there's one post credit scene." I'm like, oh, "God damn it, I'll go back and watch it." So I open up a browser, I open up the tab, I go back and I watch it. And I'm like, "It's just the full fucking musical scene." Fuck this. I sat there and watched it in case something else happened and nothing no. else happened, and I was displeased. I was too. I would have been why happy not you... knowing there was a post-credit. Why song. did you not like the music? I Matt gave me a rant on fucking Slack about like I just don't I just don't understand it. I what's what art musicals? I just don't understand it. But like, what's your excuse? So Matt just doesn't like musicals in general. I think, I think musicals are generally bad, a bad way to tell a story. I, I'm not a big musical person in general, too, but it's also just so silly. <laughs> it's supposed like, to be. Yeah, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes ago, when we were like, Alexis, did you like the show? You're like, yeah, I liked it. It was like fun and lighthearted. And now we've got this Save the City There's- song, and you're like, it's too silly. I don't like this. Yeah, there's a difference between lighthearted and absolute like confusion silliness. Like it's just I get why they did it and I enjoy that they did it, but I don't like the musical itself. <laughs> like if that existed, I would be very angry. But yeah. I like uh, that I, they <laughs> added the silliness to the show. I think so that, that I like Yeah, I think I think if this were a real musical, it would be this would have been a bad thing. But I think in the context of Hawkeye and everything else going on, especially when you see Hawkeye's reaction to it, then I think it's great and very funny. Right, yeah. In the context of the show, but the musical by itself, just like, wow. And obviously, um, well, I don't want to assume with Matt, do you, do you, the big the big line of the song, do you, did you know what did that I was I can all? do this all day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. 
okay. All right, fine. Why it's it's so funny. Oh, we the writers knew that this was a line. Good for you. Yeah. You wrote the other one too. Like <laughs> first of all, they didn't, but that's okay. Dude, are you fucking whatever? <laughs> there was an interview with the uh the actual person that they called in to write the, the parody musical thing. And it is not the fucking whoever wrote Captain America one, but um, the only really uh, mildly fun fact for all zero listeners out there who enjoy musicals, the guy who is like the lead, um, not who doesn't play uh, Captain America, but the guy in the suit that is a potentially Agent Coulson, but I don't know, um, is Adam Pascal, who is a huge Broadway actor, but is uh, most likely known to most people uh, for being in the original production of Rent. So I think it's kind of wild that they got like everybody in that sequence is uh, from different musicals on Broadway now and past. Like one was one of them is Chris Sieber from the Shrek musical. Um, he did, he's not the one who played the Hulk. Um, there's the the lead from Anastasia um, and Hairspray, but yeah, Adam Pascal, relatively big name for Broadway. Hey Matt, I don't know I don't know if you know this or not. Disney has a lot of money. <laughs> that they can throw at people to do things. <laughs> Disney could get Jesus Christ, and I wouldn't be surprised because he probably has a price. So. Also, this is like mid-pandemic that they were probably filming this, right? So Broadway. Actors um, I don't remember when don't I remember. I remember there were pictures of it when we were filming um, that showed because they hadn't announced that Haley Steinfeld was Kate Bishop, and then they had pictures of her on set, and everyone was like. She's clearly holding us another archery bow or whatever. Like, yeah, she's fucking Kate Bishop, but I don't remember when that was. Um, in the musical, sorry, the song itself was written by the people who did Hairspray. That's the other fun fact. Um, the Hairspray musical for Broadway in 2000? 2001? 2002? Somewhere? Somewhere there. You could have said it was 1853 and I would have believed you. I don't, I don't know. You don't know what Hairspray is? No, I John Travolta and drag. Like, that's all I got. Yes, uh, that was the movie. I when know. I saw Hairspray, um, it was... Oh my god, what's his name? Mike, uh, who plays who plays Saul's brother on Better Call Saul. Oh. I can't remember his name. Neither can I. Fuck, that's gonna bother me. It's have, not like I, McKinnon I have to or something. It it's something McKinnon or something. McKean. Michael McKean? Is that that is sounds that, right? Or Michael McKeon, if we're gonna Yeah, just Google it. We'll wait. Jonathan Banks? No. Uh yeah, it's Michael McKeon. Nice. All right. Well that that's when I saw uh hairspray. That's who played. Okay, movie. so we've gotten through the first scene of this show and then started talking for 10 minutes about hairspray. So perhaps mm-hmm. we should continue. <laughs> I just wanted to see MFM fakes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. They do the montage of I do like your first note. Ah, uh, twenty twelve, a simpler time, except for the whole market thing. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is worth sharing, sir. That is a very <laughs> funny note. <laughs> oh, so now you get the peek behind the curtain of the insanity that I write. Yeah, um, yeah, because she was like, "Ah, uh, we have no fucking money. What the fuck?" And he's like, "I'll figure it out." And she's like, "It's not gonna fall from the sky." And then it was like, "Haha, alien invasion and die- husband's dead. Fuck you." Um, and yeah. then montage of her doing the punchies and the kickies and the, the shooty shooties with the arrow arrows. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Did everybody have that same box of checkers? The the red box of checkers that no. she pulls out? No. I, I had never that had e- checkers growing up. I had that exact box of checkers. It was like Pressman, I think was the name of the company. And I had that exact box of checkers. And I think anybody that owned checkers had that box of checkers. Anyway. Um, all right. So then she shoots a bell out of the bell tower and fucking gets off with a warning and gets to return home, even though she vandalized a property to the point of potentially collapsing a building with a weapon from while trespassing. <laughs> and the cops like, well, whatever these kids must these be nice days. to be rich. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I said white girl with a bow and arrow on the roof of a school, confirming destroying a building better lo- let her off with a warning is what I had jotted down for that. Um, <laughs> And we got Hawkeye and his kids are having like Christmas in New York and people are being weird about him being Hawkeye and famous and an Avenger and this and that. Yeah. Why were you confused that it was a Christmas? We talked about that. It was Christmas. I didn't know it was going. I thought it was like one episode is going to be. I didn't know it was all going to be centered around Christmas. Got it. Got it. And like every scene having a different Christmas song. I was like, okay, we get it. It's Christmas for the love of Christ. Literally. I mean, they are. Yeah, literally. Um, they're, they're trying to give a new new every year. So you got to watch Hawkeye now for for Christmas time. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they have. So so mommy dearest is dating slash engaged to this weird mustachio gentleman named Jack, who <laughs> seems Great. seems not chill, but ends up being chill. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed very, very shifty. Super. And then was just like the most wonderful by the Spoiler finale. Alert, I'm actually yeah, great. great. And yeah. I'm just going to fucking Zorro all these bitches up. Yeah. Um, so there's a, uh, there's a lot of people who um, are kind of plucked from comics, but not exactly who they are in the comics. He's one of them. Her mother too, but like her mother's not a huge, her parents are uh, different villains, but they're not like big villains. They're like small, small time gangsters or, or whatever. Candlepin? Um, Yes, you got it. Um, her her dad her dad's got some weird nonsense, and they just kill him off. So it's like, okay, we're not going to do that. And her, her mom similarly has like a weird thing. Um, but Kate's parents were, were always kind of those weird. Um, Jack, Jack is a character called the Swordsman. Surprise! The noteworthy thing about Jack that they don't do not do at all is that he's actually Hawkeye in the comics. Sorry. He's Hawkeye's mentor. So when Hawkeye is a kid, he and his brother are like sold into the circus, they're carnies, they're whatever. And they meet this guy who trains them. Um, and he just happens to be like the, the most deadliest man with a sword in the world. The sword, uh, the, the sword master guy, that's Jack. That's, that's who he, that's who he is. I, I don't, sorry. In the, in the context of a circus, I don't know what, what, that's what, why I called him like he, the sword master guy. Is he I don't swallowing know. swallowing swords? Like no, he's or... like doing like tricks with swords and things like that. He's like that that's why I don't know what in the circus, I forget what it's technically called, but yes, he is a, a world class deadliest man alive with a sword. He's the swordsman, but cool. they make him pretty chill by the end. Yeah, so then we get to we're in they're going to some fundraising event, schmoozy, schmoozy, silent auction thing. They go and um, do I do I call them both Hawkeye? What do I what do I do? Do I call her? Kate? I guess I'll call her Kate. Um, that is her name. Yeah, um, they're so both Kate, Hawkeye, but <clears throat> Hawkeye is a gender neutral term. Turns out all gendered hawks have eyes. 
Um, I do like at the end, she's like Lady Hawk. I, I Googled all of the names as she was saying them in case they were things. And no. Is there a cat meowing into the microphone? <laughs> uh, you know what? I have completely given up ever editing out these cat meows because every time we do a show, she knows. So she just comes and sits at my feet and meows at me until I pick her up. And then she screams. So, yes, there's a cat here. There's always a fucking cat here. It's always Trillion. So then this is not right. a professional podcast. So we're then we're down in the basement where the real cool shit's being auctioned off and they're auctioning off the uh, the Ronin's suit and sword and the watch. Um, yes. And, and you then, had forgotten who Ronin was. I did. Until I, I don't remember. remember who Ronin is. And at this point, I'm too afraid <laughs> to ask. I really enjoy reading your notes along with us for the first time. Um, and then I said, all right, he was the Ronin explains why I forgot because I don't give a fuck about Hawkeye. Um, I believe we talk about him being Ronan in the pre-show and you remembering that maybe <laughs> no we, we we talked about him being like the ninja assassin thing I don't think we ever named him okay that's fair that that may have been my I didn't know that those two were one and the same and then I saw the suit and I was like all right that's him um, what's the deal with the fucking watch I know by the end we know that it's like the like Mrs. Hawkeye's watch yes but... do you want me to explain it now or do you want me to explain it at the end eh, we can wait it's fine okay um so then it's a very simple like it's not gonna like it's yeah. her watch <laughs> it's, it's the it is like she bought a watch and she locked it and then she left it on the shelf and then they took it when they raided the facility it's a little bit more complicated than that because i guess you missed the thing on the back but we'll get there yeah wasn't it the, the shield yeah okay so we can, we, there's, yeah, well, there's, there's, we'll talk about it at the end. What was the watch? Cause it's, it's like, a, oh, okay. That makes sense. So, so Kate learns that mom's actually engaged to Jack from Armand the second. Um, the Armand thing is the, the kid. Armand thing's strange that, that Armand the third is a prick. Um, <laughs> and then they I'm go so glad the, they brought the kid back in the finale. Yeah. To be a little <laughs> shit again. Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> My dad's a lawyer. <laughs> um, so then the, the jumpsuits break in. They try to take the shit. The dog runs away with the watch somehow, I thought. But then they somehow have the watch. Like, then Maya has the watch later down the line, which I don't understand. Um, I guess they got it after they firebombed the apartment, presumably. Mm. Because they bring it back to the apartment. Whatever. So she drops the dog off the apartment, gives it the pizza. It's pizza dog now. She goes to it see is. Armand because she's that's, like, what the fuck? That's the it's dog's a- name was the dog's name was originally pizza dog. Fuck you. <laughs> so then they go to Armand's house, break in. He's already dead. She slinks off in the Ronin costume and everybody's like, oh, fuck. Ronan's back and murdering. So that's yeah. episode one. <laughs> yeah, the dog. Uh, they, it was weird at first because they kind of played it off like the dog was like like a magical Christmas dog. Like Lucky knew something. And it was like, no, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be just the dog being there. Honestly, I thought it was going to be some like Nick Fury bullshit because the dog also had one eye. (laughs) No, no. So the origin of Lucky is again, comic wise, basically in the first issue of that Hawkeye run, I referenced at the pre-show that Matt Fraction did. Um, he comes up against the they're called the tracksuit mafia um, and they're they're abusing this dog and he 
rescues the dog, takes it to a vet. Um, the, they're basically like, this dog is, you cannot do anything. And he's like, no, fucking do everything you can. Just fucking save the dog. Um, and they, they do. And he calls it lucky because it survives this horrible experience of being abused by these Russians. Um, but there's seemingly like the dog wasn't owned by the tracksuit mafia in the TV show. The dog just kind of shows up and causes shit. <laughs> so, I mean, the dog just showed up and caused shit here. So no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, in the oh, show, oh. the dog just shows up and like, I understand. It's just like a catalyst to start to link Clint and uh, Kate together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tracksuit mafia. Uh, they uh, obviously they, they're just like a Russian gang and they just say bro all the time. Which is weird. I fucking it was great. I fucking <laughs> one. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it's so it's it's ridiculous in the comic because you're just reading like literally the word like bro, you good bro, like you want to fight bro, and then in the show they're just doing it. Two, the fact that their moving company is Move a Bro is <laughs> so fucking silly, and I absolutely loved that. Also, just tracksuit mafia. Like, what a great name! What a great name! very on I would the nose. definitely join a mafia that's called something like that yeah there's like a uh, they don't do it obviously there's like some weird old guy too that's got one of those one of those stupid hats you know those like flat curved hat that people would wear that had like the, the kangaroo or whatever the kangal hats yeah yeah is. he's wearing that kind of hat like it's a, a the, the whole tracksuit mafia thing is very silly Okay, so now they the tracksuit mafia tracks Kate down to her apartment. They firebomb the piss out of it. Clint shows up and is like, "Yo, I want that fucking suit." And then they're like, "Ha ha ha!" Molotov's in the window, and um, I love that like eight people can just be standing on a street hucking Molotovs into a fucking window, and nobody calls anybody or does anything about it. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Oh, it's these New people- York. <laughs> oh, fucking New York!" No, I was thinking that in the finale too. A oh, fucking mean, shit ton of dudes show up. The genocide at Rockefeller Center? You're talking about yes. that? But they apparently have unlimited tracksuit budget and I guess human being budget. Yeah. And then just expend all of them. And, and yeah. Yeah. Nobody seemed to give a fuck. Except for the, oh, don't worry, these LARPers are here to, to point people in the right direction. Um, that was such a weird angle to to really go into hard was the LARPing thing. I like the LARPers. I liked them too. I thought that was a uh, like just a weird angle to take. I guess uh, the 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 book that they're pulling so much about it, uh, they're pulling so much from is like Hawkeye, like kind of connecting with people a little bit more. Like he he buys that um, apartment building for the tracksuits, and he he owns it, and he's there to help out the tenants. Um, even in one issue, he like helps this guy go and like save his dad from a. Um, there's like a hurricane coming and so they have to like drive out to long island but anyway it it felt like a nice way to connect hawkeye to people given how resistant he seemingly is to like having any kind of relationship with anyone outside of his immediate family at this point um not that i think hawkeye needs to be humanized but it does kind of help to ground it in a different way so i i really enjoyed the inclusion of the larpers and then it gives you excuse for the whole like costume that they inevitably will get yeah. by the end of it right that's kind of how these work um so yeah they burn the fuck out of the place they escape they go to the aunt's spot i guess um i like how they shoot the, the fire yeah. extinguisher and instead of it actually just like 
exploding like cinema has taught us to that that, that it will go it just kind of like shoots off and does nothing <laughs> um so then the next day he's like uh, you fucking stay here i'm gonna fucking go get the fucking ronin shit you bitch um and then he goes and people give so little of a fuck about hawkeye so little they don't give two fucks about him to the degree he can in a crowd of people while they're investigating a burning building with cops and fire department there. He goes, just ducks under the caution tape, walks up to a fire truck, steals their uniform, walks in the front door, Mm -hmm. doesn't put a mask on, no shield. Nobody even recognizes that he's not one of their own because he's so fucking vanilla that nobody can even fucking tell that he's not, that he doesn't belong to anything. I would say that that's even just worse on the police and New York fire because it shouldn't matter if he's Hawkeye or not. Any random person walking in is bad. Right. So I, I I believe though, to be fair, one, he has literally fucking years of experience being a spy and shield agent. And then a ninja in the front door. But then also, he has a bit of a branding issue. Fuck off. So nobody nobody recognizes him. If a dude comes up to you while you both have your dicks out and says, can I take a selfie? Your branding (laughs) is fine. Okay? (laughs) Your branding is okay. We're not going to talk about the fucking Thanos was right everywhere. (laughs) He's got the the Thanos was right mug. (laughs) Dude, it's like written on the stall. Just, yeah. It's funny, like we've seen different iterations of like the the blip or the post blip or or and we'll talk about it too, I guess, with uh, Yelena. But like we haven't seen in the Spider Man movie, we we's the only time we ever see any kind of like conspiracy angle with the Mysterio was right thing, and now we also have the Thanos was right thing, and I'm curious, like, at what point is the MCU going to address like what their version of a conspiracy, QAnon, whatever it looks like. I mean, it's already started with the the daily fix. Yeah, so. I was say Jay the daily fix. There you go. The... Yeah. It's, yeah, they're already opening that. Pandora's oh, box. you know what's funny? Now I think about it, because we just the Spider Man episode has aired. Um, and at one point I was like, yeah, like you know when when Spider Man's swinging around, he swings by a banner called Rogers the Musical, and both of you were just like, oh yeah, that's like that's pretty good. And now that you've actually seen Rogers the Musical, you're like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's a bad thing. <laughs> It's also um, weird though. It's called Rogers the Musical, but it's all about the Avengers. It seems like. Well, if you really want to get into it, nope, never mind. <laughs> my assumption is that the Save the City thing is either the 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 big act, like the big uh, finale before intermission, or the end of it. Okay. Because usually, and Matt will know this because he's actually seen a Broadway musical. Um with Book of Mormon, but before they hit intermission, they do a huge number that's similar to the number that they do here. So that's my assumption, is that it's either, that's, that's literally the end of the musical, or it's the halfway point, because that's that deserves a big a big number that with the whole cast showing up. Now what, for, for uh, Rogers, assuming that they're doing the entire history of Captain America, does that mean the second half is like winter soldier and civil war because that would have been great to see it's a musical i would love to see civil war as a fucking musical number uh, yeah i don't think that would pass really <laughs> um so matt hasn't hawkeye been larping for 12 years or so 
Wait, wow, you're just going to start stealing my fucking jokes now, huh? That's fine. <laughs> I yeah. told you I'm reading your notes here. I'm, I'm aware. I didn't think you'd read them out loud. All right. I've read a couple out loud. Um, yeah, so they do the he's this is why he's deaf now and we haven't addressed it montage. Yeah. Um, and then he then. So they had the Yeah, he had the LARPing sticker on the, the FDNY truck. So then he's like, oh, I'll go see the LARPers and they'll help me out. Um, so since he's a, be- a beginner, they give him one free hit, but then he gets stabbed like 18 times and nobody interrupts to say, hey, maybe stop it. All right. I guess I skipped the fact that the the the, the uh, what's his name? Grills took the um, took the Ronin outfit or took the Ronin costume, which is why he's mm-hmm. going to the LARPing thing, which is why he then has to confront this dude and have a fake battle and fake die so that he can really get his shit back. Grills is one of the tenants from that Hawkeye run, not and anything like the grills in this, he, the guy in the comic is not a LARPer. He's a guy that his name is Gil and he grills a lot for the other tenants. So they call him grills. Perfect. It's just um, a weird thing that like, we've got to pick a name from the book. Like, whatever. okay. Um, so yeah, now they're, they're, they're having a Jack and Kate's relationship. We'll say is strained. It's um, not good. Uh, very awkward dinner leads to a very awkward fencing match in the foyer um, where she lets him win and she knows she's he's letting her win and then says, hey, we're done and then tries to stab his face and he parries it. So she knows that he's lying about that. What else is he lying about? Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Do you think that uh, they uh, Kate's mom specifically tried to find someone that she could date that really likes swords so that she can then murder somebody with a sword and get away with it. A long oh. con. But, yeah. but I, I didn't think she was responsible for murdering, to be honest with you at first. I, I assumed it was Jack was doing the murdering as well. Well, yeah, but, no, that's no, not obviously. But, 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 but what I'm, but what I'm saying is because I thought that if he was behind everything, he was deliberately, he was using her as well because she's the head of a security firm and he could use that to, if they were in charge of like protecting whatever sword bullshit, he could then knock all of these places and steal their sure. swords and shit. Was the the route that I was taking it? No, I mean it, it makes sense. I'm more asking based on what we know in the finale that her mom killed the guy. Right. Was she only dating Jack specifically so she had a good a good excuse for a guy with a sword? I like, like if any, if, if she had shot sword. the guy, would she have to have dated someone who was? Like big into guns, like no. I feel like any any Tom Dick or Harry can do some Houston. I feel like even if she didn't date a guy with a sword, linking back a sword to her would still be pretty hard. Just like if she's not really involved with swords anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess gonna make too much of a difference. Yeah, yeah. Do we also think that she murdered him, or she just got somebody to murder him? Like, do you think that she was the one wielding? I guess we never know, but it's very heavily implied that she did the murder. Right. Both because the line of dialogue it, from her is literally like, I took care of the Armand thing. And then at the end, when the cops show up, they're like, you're under arrest for the murder of now. Sure. She could have hired somebody because she hired Elena. Exactly. So, um, so Hawkeye gets deliberately captured here, I believe. Or do they just fast fast forward or rewind back to when Ronan murdered Maya's dad? 
doesn't matter. Um, so she's a dipshit and just does not follow directions at any point when said, hey, I've been an Avenger. I kind of know what I'm doing. Maybe stay put and stop being a dum-dum. And she's like, nope, I'm going to use my login to somehow triangulate everybody in the world's location and then show up on the roof and then fall through it. <laughs> it's a weird. Yeah. Do you want to read your note here on it? What? Great. That Bishop security dot, dot, dot. Oh, what that great. That Bishop security is this Patriot acting all over this bitch. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Cause yeah, it, I, I don't understand how that's, I mean, I guess I understand how that's possible, but I, mm. it's kind of crazy. But then she needs to log into her her mom's computer in order to do other shit. But she can't. But she can triangulate. She has any, limited access. Yeah, to, full, just to every to every human in the city, their location. But especially especially Hawkeye, who has his fucking flip phone burner. Yeah, I was going to say he's got like a weird burner phone. <laughs> she's able to track the burner phone, but she's not able to Google Sloan LLC. Like, get fucked. It's <laughs> also just really old, so that just might be his regular phone. Also true. He's just an old man. Just practical. It's just a practical phone. Maybe it's from Cricket Wireless. <laughs> or what What was it? Or was it, uh, what is it? The jukebox or Junebug? Uh, oh, that's the one I was trying to think of. What is it? Something Jitterbug. Bug. Jitterbug. Yeah. That's the one I was trying to think of where the, the it looks like a fucking extra large calculator for all the fucking yeah. buttons. Man. Um, okay. So. He did. Do we flash it back to some some Ronin shit? Because it was just like a trying to do good with his skills and get some cash. Um, yeah, I mean, um, so you, you you write it here that you don't remember why he was Ronin, but, but then I, yeah, it's never really. He does. He talk just kind about of it in the living room later on. Yeah, like he 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 just kind of decides to do it, more or less. He's like angry. And this is his right. way of being being angry, but also doing some sort of good with it, I guess. Sure. Um, so, yeah, this is where we meet like Maya and all that. And she, was I supposed to know who Maya was? Because I did not know. Who not Maya before. Was. This is her introduction. Okay. You, uh, we'll we'll talk about her. we can talk about her more at the end. Yeah, so we do a whole montage of her growing up so we can get attached to her and her father only for the father to die because that's how we do these montages. Um, and then she has a vendetta against Ronan because Ronan killed her dad and now she's on the hunt for Ronan and Ronan has made a reappearance and so now she's trying to go after Ronan to murder Ronan because she's very distracted by Ronan. So that is almost... her Maya's story is almost exactly her comic book origin, except for one substitution with Ronan. But basically it, it it's almost a hundred percent. That's her comic book origin is someone that we'll get to tells her, Hey, this person murdered her dad. And so she gets real fucking mad about it. Um, and yeah. Did you, what did you, did you like her? Did you hate her? I don't really, didn't really care about her. Being honest Alexis, with this goes for you too. If you have any major opinions, I don't know if you uh, know who she is, but not really outside of this. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't dislike her, but I don't right. really like her either. Like, I don't know. She's just there. She's just one of those characters where it's like, cool. There's another character added to this whole spiel. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I wasn't again. Sometimes I don't know who you do or do not know. So I was. I don't know if you knew who Maya was. 
Yeah. Okay. I will say her, the guy who plays her father, his name is uh, uh, Zon McLarnon. And he, he's like a really, really good native character actor that shows up in a ton of things. Um, but he's most memorable to me. And I don't know if you, I, I don't think Matt watched it. Um, Alexis, did you ever watch Fargo? The, the TV show? The, the TV show? No. Uh, basically, each season of uh, Fargo kind of has like someone uh, to kind of be the stand in, like really cool killer guy, I guess. Billy I know, Bob like... Thornton. No, more like, uh, like, I'm trying to think of like, like No Country for Old Men, right? Where you've got um, Anton Chiggers. He's just like this, like really kind of terrifying, menacing guy. Um, and he he's from, that's where I know him from, is he played that character in Fargo season two. Um, but he showed up in quite a few things now that I've seen. And Yeah, he's been in, I, I recognize him, but I don't even know from what. I just feel like he's definitely. Did you like watch Westworld? Face. Yeah. He was um, uh, Akacheta okay. in Westworld. Oh, and he was in Longmire as well, which is a random yep. TV crime show that I've watched. So, yeah. And Matt, uh, Rush Hour Taika White. No, he was, I don't think he was in that. All right. Um, Taika Waititi has a show that he put on, uh, that he like co created on FX um, called Reservation Dogs. And he's a big part of that too. I've heard of that show. I've not seen it, but. Um, <clears throat> okay. So now they're, they're, the Hawkeyes are tied up in whatever, holding whatever place that they're in to be interrogated. Um, Hawkeye there deliberately, other Hawkeye there because she's a dum-dum and followed him there and fell through the ceiling because she's a dum-dum. Um, then they're having like this buddy-buddy thing about Imagine Dragons, about how yeah. she bought Imagine Dragons tickets for her wife. <laughs> but she's not actually a fan of Imagine Dragons. He's an Imagine Dragons fan. So she was going to take her friend to spite him into the Imagine Dragons thing. Very confusing to me. Um, but anyone like Imagine Dragons? Yeah. The moral of the story is fuck Imagine Dragons. Even she doesn't like Imagine Dragons. <laughs> and um, And one, I do love that they call back to this later, which is very funny. The Two, there's a, there's a, uh, so this scene became a little bit of a, a meme for a very specific reason. And I would like to share it because mostly for Matt's reaction. Um, but there's the, there's the line that she says, like, like nobody likes Imagine Dragons or whatever. Um, Haley Steinfeld is in a lot of things. And most recently, in addition to Hawkeye, she was a, a voice actress on the League of Legends show Arcane, which had Imagine Dragons as uh, they did the theme song which Matt might remember from the game awards. And uh, so in the, the arcane subreddit, people kept posting the sequence of the uh, Haley Steinfeld saying that nobody likes, like no one even likes imagine dragons <laughs> and people be like, oh, even she gets it. It's pretty good. Brutal, uh, unnecessary burn, but I like it. <laughs> but like your sentence here about imagine it's accurate. If you would like to read that. For I the, said, for the fuck imagine dragons. God damn it. And then at least she agrees. And then, man, Imagine Dragons is really just the modern day Nickelback, huh? Because <laughs> that's kind of where we're at. Is everybody just universally hates them for real reasons or for not real reasons? It doesn't matter at this point. They just universally suck. Yeah. Um, 
And then this Jon Snow ass looking motherfucker comes in. Yeah, his name is Kazi. And technically he's a comic book character, just literally nothing like literally nothing like but uh in it again in that fucking in that same fucking hawkeye run this assassin shows up his name is kazi and he is like a, a super assassin or whatever he's called the clown and when people were like oh they cast kazi on the show they're like they just put in marvel's version of the joker absolutely not in no way shape or form the clown is like what if Pavarotti was an assassin uh fuck uh what if Pagliacci, sorry, what if Pagliacci was an assassin? That's the clown. Right. And then they he they do nothing with that. They literally just call him Kazi. <laughs> he never puts on the fucking Pagliacci outfit. What a waste. That's probably, that's probably for the better. We could yeah. have done a whole Seinfeld rift on this. Yeah, I mean, I would have been okay with that. <laughs> Crazy Joey Davola would have made an appearance. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he realizes he can break out and he's like, hey, I'm going to do that. Wait for my signal. And they're pleading like they're innocent, saying that they don't know who Ronan is or they're not involved or this, that, the other, blah, 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 blah. And then the second he gets out, he grabs his bow and just starts fucking murdering. Just immediately starts murdering. And I'm like, if you're trying to make it seem like you're an innocent man, wrongfully convicted and imprisoned, your next step being, I'm a murder. Everybody in this room isn't a great first step. So question do we think that he was straight up murdering them or just like using his vast knowledge of bows and arrows and being a spy and all this other stuff to like incapacitate them? Uh, there was something I wrote down for the last bit. Um, I don't know. I said also love that they have to show all these people still writhing on the ground as if to show that he didn't just murder scores of them. Okay. Okay. So I think they're deliberately trying to make it seem like, oh, he's just winging all of these people and they're going down because of the ouchie boo-boos, but they're actually fine. But like he or like one of the two of them definitely shoots an arrow like straight into somebody's heart. They murder them. There are hundreds of these fucking bastards that they are murdering, straight murdering. Like Even if they just cause them to Uncharted syndrome. Like hit the back of your head. That's just- Yeah, tripped and fell, hit your head. Murder. You did that. You murdered him. Dude, he blew up the floor of a building on these people. He murdered them. <laughs> or that big, um, what is it? The big, like, uh, not whoopee cushion, but <laughs> the balloon thing that threw yeah. some of the guys. Oh, yeah, and launched yeah, them yeah, into yeah, space. Yeah. Like, and then they land on hard stone or ice like that. Oof. But I do, I do love in this, in this same episode, well, we're getting there in a second. So they escape. They don't take the set. Is there a relevance to the 72 Challenger? Or is it just a bit? It's just a nice car. As I said, I was like, is it relevant somehow? It's a beautiful car. Um, Actually, you know what? Uh, There is a whole thing in, again, in the Mad Fraction run, there is a whole thing about a car. And I don't remember what car it is. I can, I can double check. I don't remember if it was a 72 Challenger, but but there is a whole thing about how he gets into a whole bunch of shit because he buys like a classic car for somebody. And I don't remember what kind of car it was. It's a really nice car. Um, So then there's been a challenger. Yeah, They're escaping another goddamn Christmas song is playing. Who the fuck knows which one it was this time. Um, They get onto a bridge and then she's just starts launching arrows, having no idea what they are. Oh, also spoiler alert. She, Maya broke his hearing aid, so he cannot hear what they're saying, what she's saying. So it's just a, I don't know what you're saying. Just shoot the thing. Um, so there's there's one scene where 
They're, okay, they're, I guess I can confirm that that is the same car from that issue of Hawkeye. There you go. It would have been weird if they didn't if they did the bit and it was a completely different car. It would have been a weird move. So, um, so they stop on the bridge, and they're the the truck is coming down, and he just says like, "Remember to like shoot up or shoot high," mm-hmm. and she then proceeds to shoot it into the sky, which why would she know to do that? For one. And for two, shoot up. That's not what that generally means. Like she said, he said, like aim high, like for drop, not for I'm going to make this gigantic via pim particle arrows and (laughs) conveniently, conveniently land the arrow on the flatbed of your truck, not the cabin, the flatbed. So it takes out the back and the wheels, but every recognizable mafia person is alive. Phew. Also, I thought he said something right before that of being like, you need to hit it from like the top or something like that. Yeah, so I feel like, like she had enough instruction to know that like, yeah, it needs to go. Up, but. So luckily they're, they're, uh, they escape, they, whatever, they blow up a bridge. Yeah. It's fine. I will say, uh, I, one, I really liked that whole sequence and I really like all the fucking trick arrows that do not have labels. So she's just firing them. And so she fires a USB at one point, yeah. which is which very also, funny. How does that ever come in handy? A USB arrow. <laughs> a US, there is a USB arrow in What If, which we have not watched. And it has, a, it has like the most important purpose. Um, <laughs> But um, so, yeah, like Hawkeye has all, all these trick arrows. And then there's like a really like ongoing bit between them about a boomerang arrow. And that never comes back. They never use a boomerang arrow. Because it sounds like a bad idea. I mean, <laughs> in the they use it in the book. She but makes the, a big deal about needing a boomerang arrow and then she uses it in the book. Yeah, but if the boomerang arrow came back, it would have been a little on the nose. Anyway. As in it would hit her in the nose. Sure. Um. So, okay, so now I don't remember how they figured out about Sloan Limited, but they figured out about Sloan Limited and they... Because that's where Kazi, Kazi works. Oh, right. So found it's that like Kazi a, works They're using Sloan. to launder money through the tracksuit mafia. Oh, right, because Mrs. Hawkeye investigate, heard about the Sloan thing and called Hawkeye about it, correct? Something along those lines? There was some... She had some communications about finding out about Sloan. Anyway, they then... No, they, they look up Kazi. In the oh, bishop the security thing. Oh, okay. So yeah, they look up Kazi, they find Sloan, they find that Jack is the CEO, and now they're hostages of Jack's allegedly. We also you skipped um That's the diner fun. scene where she draws her draws him a costume with a big H on the forehead. Yeah, it's but it's a bad costume. Yeah, that, this, co- that was... this costume was the original cop. Yeah. I know. Okay. They fine. don't just Matt, none of these things just do shit. All of these are just pulling a thing. So my writing down the 72 challenger is relevant. I know it is because it has to be because they had 80 nerds pour over these books and then write a script and then make sure it pulled as much shit as they humanly possibly could. Oh, why did we name this guy grills? I don't know. We read grills on one of the pages of this fucking book. Like they're just yanking shit constantly. So saying that this is relevant, I fucking know. My job uh, on this podcast is be the person who read the book. God, it's but all of these like the all of these the, these shows are really seeming to be like 
I don't know. Maybe it's just watching all of the episodes in so such rapid succession. It's like fans, like the general public level of fan service that Spider-Man was is every episode of every one of these shows for someone like you. In terms of the amount of references, yeah. references per minute that you get. It is just a weird amount of like, I, I feel like a lot of the references are just like, oh, huh. right. It's I'm not, not saying they're, I'm not saying response they're to most of these. Like, I'm not saying they serve a purpose for the plot or move anything forward. But like, honestly, everybody's always just doing something for a reason and never just like exists other than like the dog. Well, not really, because the dog existed and it's called pizza dog. Like all of these things. Lucky the pizza like, dog. Yeah. It's like an ad. Like it's a good adaptation and they're pulling interesting things, but it's always just like fucking a man it's man it's just that it's it's the thing it's it's what it is i don't know i think i'm just getting burned out on (laughs) this shit on references on easter eggs maybe or just on all of this pick one (laughs) um okay so what's the i i wrote down the, the rolex again so let's just chat about the rolex i know it said shield on the back or it had the shield logo on the back yeah, so I we can just talk about it now. Um, yeah, the Rolex is hers. It implies that she all this time was a Shield agent. However, the like Easter eggy whatever dumb thing that's like okay, yeah, that makes sense is that um, it's got the number. Was it nineteen? Yeah, nineteen was on there. And uh, Agent Nineteen from the comics is uh, rather, let's say, mildly famously, uh, Bobby Morse, a.k.a. Mockingbird, who in the comics, you guessed it, marries Hawkeye. The weird bit about, that's why I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, like, okay, she's she's the the real Mockingbird or whatever. But then I kind of remembered, well, Marvel had this TV show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which featured Adrian... Padalicky, or however you pronounce her name, uh, as Bobby Morse for like two or three seasons. So is like Agent 19 like a 007? It's like multiple people are Agent 19? Just like a title? Yeah, because like when they introduced Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or sorry, when they introduced Mockingbird on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you're like, oh, okay, cool, like that's your superhero and like maybe she'll meet Hawkeye later and okay, whatever, we got um, this iteration instead. So Uh, it's a weird thing of just like either agents of shield never happened or there's two mockingbirds i don't know but also it's a a strange one why did the kingpin or the tracksuit mafia want that watch so bad because that's what they say they're trying to steal when they get there is to grab the watch get the watch get the watch at that auction what is what is uh, the relevant of that watch can probably help tie back to her identity in some form or fashion why would they give a shit? Because they're they're has the clearly... tracksuit mafia has any have have they had any interaction with Mockingbird in the past? Uh, not in the comics or anything like that, and not in the show. But uh, like all we really know about Hawkeye's wife, other than that she is Hawkeye's wife, is that she's like leaving completely off the grid. And, yeah. and I mean, living completely off the grid with him and their children. So seemingly. Either uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limit. We're probably never really gonna revisit um, her character again. Like 
they're trying to get Ronan. They're trying to figure out who Ronan is. They might have assumed that something to do with this Agent 19 has to do with uh, Ronan. Like, but it's, I don't, I, it's I something I, in that that general range I is that they're probably un- trying to use it to find him, find his I family. don't really understand that connection at all. If they, if they had broken into trying to steal the Ronan shit because they want to use that to track down Ronan, I get that. But... If the, if the only connection they have is that they know Hawkeye has some connection to Ronan in some way, shape, or form, not that he's him, but that he knows him or something, like, what does the watch help you? How does the watch help you further that if you don't know how that connects to anybody else? Personally, for me, I just thought, like, the watch is, like, yeah, if it's hers, maybe at some point in the past they had some run-in with her or the agent or something like that. And they could tie something like, I, I yeah, don't I, I care. Guess. Like, I don't think we need to know. Oh, I literally I don't, don't care. <laughs> no, it's just, <laughs> but it's I'm just, just like, assuming if she was working for shield, she probably ran into fucking organized crime and shit in New York before. So sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It was more just like the, it, it seemed like it wasn't just a, Oh, we're going to break in here and grab anything of value. It was like, they deliberately showed up to get that watch. Right. Yeah. You, you have to assume that they were, they're all, Yes, they're probably trying to find Ronan because he fucked up all of their shit for a while. Like, we could end- endlessly extrapolate, like, uh, the family blipped, but Hawkeye didn't. Was the Ronan wearing that watch the whole time? Like, I don't know. But yeah. it, it all, all I can really guess is that they really, for whatever reason, she is keeping her identity very heavily a secret. I'm going to make an assumption we're never really going to go up on this one again because, like, it doesn't seem that interesting of a thread to pull but there's it's probably something to do with that i didn't think hawkeye was enough of an interesting thread to pull but here the fuck we are so i don't think any thread is too small for them to just yank the shit out of it um there there's a a big question of like i admittedly thought throughout the show we generally see more flashback ronan flashbacks or hear more about what he did as ronan um, and clearly she was his like guy in the chair or something because she knew fucking everything that he did, even though she was uh, like, I know she was blipped, but she literally knew everything that he had done at like ever. We probably just like, like there's confessed to her potentially. I don't even know if it's a confession though, because like, even like the first time we meet her, like she knows, she knows Nat, like they, they clearly, she, she was a shield agent at some point. Like she clearly knows something. Um, so Yeah. I don't know. All right. So now we're we're in the aunt's apartment and they have like their whole making things Christmassy montage and trying to connect the dots and this and that. And he starts like snapping quarters and knocking people out. And has he ever done this? Because that would have actually been a cool thing he's done. But he this is just a new a new thing. I don't think I've ever seen him do that. And I wish I, I don't think it's in the cool. movies. I can't remember if he ever does anything. I mean, he does some like ricochet shit at most. Let me guess. This is from the comic. Yes, they have done this in the comic. Yeah. I don't know if, it, uh, sorry. I don't know if this is like an explicit deliberate reference to book seven panel 15 or whatever, but like, yeah, they do this shit and then he, yeah. It's definitely uh, been in the books. I've read this scene before. So all right, so they do their 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 whole business. He teaches her how to snap the thing, which I'm like, that's going to be become relevant at some point, and of course it does. Um, so then they're they're going to they're they're trying to track down the watch, which leads them to Maya's apartment unknowingly, 
which leads them to Maya seeing that or, or, or Kate seeing that Maya has a bunch of information on him and his family concerning. Um, and Maya having, having the watch because she wants it. Also, the getting in the building by helping an old man with groceries up the elevator, even though she has a fucking bow and arrow on her back. Why is nobody concerned about this person with a weapon? She has a weapon running across the street in Manhattan and nobody gives a fuck. Oh, and arrows, just, I feel like are nice. still like more inconspicuous of people being like, no one would use a bow and arrow. In but it's so it conspicuous. <laughs> it's like ultra conspicuous. You can't concealed carry a compound bow. Yeah, I'm also pretty sure. You're, like you're a LARPer too. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm also pretty mean... sure that in the news this year, there was a story about someone that like went out and murdered a bunch of people Rampage with a bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Yeah. I, I almost vividly remember reading this. Because it's a thing you can do, it turns yeah, out. I, yeah, it is can. a thing you can do. I'm not but... saying one should. I'm just saying it, you people have the ability to do that should they be so inclined. Maybe New Yorkers... I mean, New Yorkers are clearly just used to all this weird shit all the fucking time anyway. Like, Yeah, yeah, sure. No, Not even from a... Sorry. Not even from like an Avengers alien invasion. Just like, if you've ever been to New York, you see some weird shit. You do see weird shit. If you ever watch on HBO, there's a show called How To with John Wilson, which is a very, 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 very good show. It's literally him like filming all of this stuff in New York, and every single episode, I'm just like, "What the fuck? How how does how, how does anybody exist in New York? This city is absurd." So, bow and arrow, yeah, whatever. I saw someone walking down the street half naked with a fish. Like, who cares? I'm walking here. Yeah. Um, so now it's rooftop battle time and it's Maya and Kate and Hawkeye and an interloper. So I was like, who's Sam Fisher? And then I said, who's Sam Fisher on the roof there? Maya seems to not know who they are either. Wait, with that red grenade electricity thing, was that new Black Widow? And spoiler alert, it's Yelena. It is. Sent there to kill. We We knew she'd come back. That's why we made Alexis watch that movie. <laughs> hey, did it pay Alexis, off? was it worth it for this? Yeah, yeah I guess so. Just because I would have been very confused here. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, they summarized all of Black Widow in two lines of VO at the beginning of the following episode. They pretty much summed up everything you needed to know from that. Um, so... So they're going there. Sorry, it's it's Yelena. We're in the past now. We're in mm-hmm. whatever six years ago, five years ago, whatever the fuck it is. Um, and she's basically going around the world trying to unbrainwash all of the widows that are brainwashed. Find somebody, sprays her with the thing, and and she's like, "Oh fuck, I wasn't brainwashed. Oh fuck, you ruined my 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 rug. That was twenty grand, you bitch." Um, runs to the banya, washes her hand. Ha ha, blipped. We hadn't never seen the only other time we've seen someone uh like re-blip was in wandavision which i thought was like an interesting way to do it um in terms of like oh wow like this was actually pretty fucked up and horrible um but we've never seen someone do we've never seen it from this perspective before Mm. which like again it's all new it's all 
bullshit, but I at least thought it was interesting to see something like she goes into the bathroom, she blips, and then it's like they do that immediate, immediate. blip back. And I was like, oh, like that's yeah, like that's that was of course that's horrible. That's traumatizing. Like, yeah, and then comes out and says, Oh, hey, you're married, you have kids, be the BT dubs, your sister's dead. Um <laughs> also, how did they know? I I mean, I guess apparently everybody knows. Have, like, a big yeah. I'm sure they have like a big memorial to her, like she died during this thing. Like, but I don't like. Did well, Hawkeye no. tell the story? Like, he was the only other guy there when she sacrificed Probably herself. Probably when was she he, didn't like, come back. They're like, yeah, they well, they talk about it in an Endgame. <laughs> yeah, because they have like the the like the scene in Endgame where just the Avengers are upset about it. But then you know they carry on, and then the big like memorial services for Iron Man. So yeah, I don't know if they did like a whole like. Here's everybody that died. All two of them. It was Black Widow. This super secret spy. (laughs) Um, Well, Gamora's technically back, but time traveled, so I don't know. But, like, also no one on Earth knows who Gamora is, so. That's true, too. I I mean, they're clearly doing something because even they've got all this stuff with Captain America and they gave away the shield and they're putting it on the Empire, or sorry, the, the, the Statue of Liberty. and So they're clearly doing something to honor the Avengers after Endgame. Um, I guess. I think yeah. Captain America's not dead. He's just old. <laughs> he might be dead at this point. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Um, so yeah, Yelena's still fun. She's a like fun her. character. Um, so yes, yeah, she shows up at Kate Bishop's house and... Okay, what? here we are. So why does she have a Russian accent? We never really talked about this in Black Widow, even though it bugged the hell out of me. They're, they're both Russian. So right. the, 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 the issue, the issue is why doesn't Natasha have one? It's well, like, that, it's like every, every but, movie storm having a different accent. Yeah, exactly. But or more Wanda. of like, okay, if they were all like sleeper cells in America, it makes sense that they have an American English accent and they were all talking with an American English accent. And then they go back to a Russian English accent. Isn't there a line in black widow about that the accent I thing though man that, no. i can't remember i'm sorry <laughs> it's been a while but i feel like there, i feel like there was a line to i don't remember a line but maybe it just it's weird like i um, do remember i think the first time we see black widow in any of the movies she does have a more of a russian accent and they like kind of work it out i don't know because you're right it makes no sense knowing her knowing their backstory it makes no sense well, I mean, the only bit about the the um, backstory was like I think Yelena spent more time growing up in in Russia after all of that stuff than um, Scarlet did because we know that they were generally they were separated even though they consider them sister or they consider sorry they consider themselves sisters, um, but we yeah we know Yelena spent most of her time growing up in 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 russia um i guess we would have to but i mean it still sounds like the same it was for natasha until she left which was well into when she was an adult anyway uh yeah or it's just like maybe natasha just like lost her accent because she spent so much more time in america kind of deal because she defected and became an agent of shield whereas yelena was a black widow the entire time up till now because that is a thing that you like do kind of gain and lose accents, you know, when you are spending more time in a place. Yeah. 
I, this is a I'm giving you bullshit explanations, but like I do know that that is a thing. Yeah, yeah, hers. It's yeah, it's it is significant and noticeable. Um, so she shows up. She's like, "Hey, yeah, somebody hired me to kill your boy Hawkeye over here. I'm gonna go do some sightseeing and see that new Statue of Liberty with the, with the Captain America thing." Can we uh, just say the somebody hired me to kill Hawkeye thing is very confusing because, well, the, okay, so did Vera Farmiga talk to Julia Louis Dreyfus to talk to maybe, Elena? Yeah, maybe she's running a, a, an assassin's crime ring and then she's like, oh, who would be best for this job? Elena, send her out. Right, because the post-credit scene of Hawkeye is Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. So it's assumedly. Black Widow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so as far like, as we know, Julia Louis Dreyfus is not. I mean, maybe she is. I guess linked to this organized crime ring too. But she's like seemingly politically connected. So that that was a weird thing for me when they were like, "Oh, I figured out who hired me," and I was just like, "Yeah, we know who hired you. Yeah, we saw the scene." <laughs> but whatever. oh, so but but yeah, but she could be. Elaine could be running uh, an assassin's ring now. Uh, maybe, yeah. but we, I, we, yeah, we don't know what she's doing. Uh, right. All we know is she's got the deed from Falcon and Winter Soldier. She's got John Walker as U.S. agent, and she has Black Widow. But like, uh, I guess we literally saw the scene of her being hired to go kill Hawkeye. So that's why when they went here, wait, when, did, she, did she say that at the end of Black Widow? Yeah, she's like, uh, she goes up to Elena at Black Widow's grave and she's like you know do you want to get revenge on the, the person who killed your sister or well i don't know it's maybe not the direct line but like that's why yeah. she's there is to tell him that hawkeye killed her sister so mm-hmm. here we were like oh she's just showing up to cause shit and then she's like no somebody hired me so when we get to that whole bit about you know uh uh kate's mom i was just like well maybe what? she maybe she would she had already been maybe somebody reached out and was like yo 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 yo, yo. can you get me somebody to kill this hawkeye guy and she's going to be like, give me like five minutes. I know just the person. She's yeah. going to be so into this idea. She's going to be all in. Let me make a call. And at least so. this, this gives a reason for why there is a mission to try and kill Hawkeye versus before with Julia Louis Strikers and stuff. It's like, hey, you just want to go kill your revenge killer? Like, yeah, you got to get your revenges. But I understand revenge. Make up the scenario of how she died. So you go kill him anyway because. I don't know. It just makes sense, at least now that there's an agenda behind it. Like that's fair. So I appreciate that much. Um, I think the grapple hook fall thing started to bother me a couple times. <laughs> there's a door. There's a door. Just no. use the door, Yelena. Just use the door. You don't need to grapple hook like swan dive <laughs> out of every fucking window like your Ezio. Like chill. There's no need for that. Um, <clears throat> so. So then they make they make the they they allude to the big guy that is in charge of this, in charge of everything. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that I am not online because apparently there was like speculation of who who the big guy was the whole time, and I missed it, and that would have like ruined it for me. I think, um, but I do remember. So apparently, like they refer to him a few times throughout the show, like like the boss. They call him Uncle at one point. Yeah. Um, and I just remember, I think when they call him the big guy or something here, I had like this brief moment and I turned to our producer, producer, Jess. I was like, we don't, 
we don't know who the big guy that they keep talking about is right this whole time and she's like no i don't i don't think we've ever met him and i'm like hmm all right i guess yeah. that's what we're we're, we're getting <laughs> we're doing that again. we're doing that and i in in my head uh, i had that brief moment of like be kind of cool if that was kingpin but it's probably not but when did we see kingpin because i know we, we've seen him already and i don't remember in what you haven't you haven't <laughs> what he's from daredevil baby no but he was he, i thought he was in something else because i've spider-verse seen... no i because I've, I've seen that dude cast as kingpin and i don't know where just vincent d'onofrio i mean he, he usually just looks like that so no, well, yeah i mean that's kind of what I've he looks seen like him as a human person <laughs> daredevil it's only ever been daredevil yeah it's always been daredevil baby fine whatever why we keep saying like that's the that's the only one <laughs> that's the one that we should watch you say that's the only one and then we keep fucking watching these bullshits no i mean i've been it's saying the other one out of go, the other ones we need to go back because we had we'd always like kind of written off the netflix stuff and i was always like oh but we should watch daredevil and then with spider-man i was like oh we should watch daredevil and now after hawk i'm like oh we should watch daredevil because i want to watch it again for like a fourth time because i love daredevil um but yes, Kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio, 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 I don't know. Uh, that that version of Kingpin is uh, first appeared in the Netflix Daredevil show. Okay. So you you wouldn't have seen him anywhere else. The only other Kingpin you've seen is the Spider-Verse one, which was uh, fucking, what's the actor's name? Oh, God damn it. No, it's good. that's that's a, a really fucking Ray Donovan and Sabretooth in, in X-Men Origins Wolverine. What's his fucking name? Link Schreiber? Yeah, Schreiber. Yes, thank you. God damn, that was annoying. Um, what was the, the the only other thing? And then this is also where we find out that that Mama Bear hired uh, hired Yelena to murder Hawkeye. Is also what we find out. In this, the end of this little little bit, that little well, little nugget. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I like uh, I like I do like what you wrote though. What did I write? What did I write? Ooh-wee. I, I, I did write, ooh-wee, <laughs> mommy hired Yelena. So like, yeah. Okay. Like, this is where I was like, okay, this is an interesting thing we're doing. We're, we're crisscrossing. Jack is actually fine, even though we got him arrested. Sawy. <laughs> Sawy, I did a boo-boo. Um, but I mean, he was, incrimin- um, he was incriminating the fuck out of himself. No, he was, he was super sus. Oh, I'm going to inherit this. I'm going to inherit your fucking money anyway, whoever the fuck you are. If uh, this was a monk, I would have voted him as the imposter very quickly. Yeah. I mean, once you say like, when he's like, oh, you don't have that money. He's like, ha 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 ha. I'm going to inherit it soon. Fuck you. <laughs> and then you showed up dead. Yeah. Okay. It's Jack. He's a prick. And he, <laughs> oh, here's a butter. Like the, in retrospect, like they really hammered that in way too much. They made him so suspect when he didn't really need to be like, it wasn't like a, we misunderstood the cues. It was like, no, he was just being like deliberately obstinate. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, I'm not letting you in. Oh, I'm not letting you in. Oh, I'm not letting you in. Spoiler alert. I'm a sword fighter. Like, Oh, but do, you even want this in butter, the... do you want this butterscotch from my late, my yeah. late uncle's house? Yeah. Like, and then when he gets arrested, even that scene, he's just like, don't worry. I'm sure this will all get cleared like, up. Like, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> So, so, so oddly performed. Yeah, like in retrospect, now that we know he's innocent and fine, it's like, why the fuck do you carry yourself this way, sir? <laughs> why are you great. like this? I, I'm really very eccentric. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it turns out being eccentric mustache and everything gets yeah. you arrested. Maybe the, yeah, the mustache is so good. Mm-hmm. It is good. It's a good stash. Yeah, um, but they no, really, yeah, no, they he, really... He, he's good. I think they did it. They did a great job with the misdirect, which it, like, and it's also one of those things that. Um, uh, uh okay okay so like it's it, uh, the tony dalton is as as jack but then um vera formiga is um uh, kate's mother and vera formiga is like a pretty big actress um and i remember there was at some point i was thinking like like wow like what a, what a change that this 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 otherwise this big actress that's like i've seen in like up in the air and departed and I mean, she was even like one of the fucking Godzilla movies. She was uh, uh, Norman Bates's mother in fucking the Bates Motel TV show. Like she's a, 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 I'd say she's a well enough known actress that to now just be like, oh, she's just the mom. It was kind of one of those weird things like there's got to be something more to her, right? I figured um, there, there is something like not necessarily sketchy, but something more to her. Like when they're first fighting the the interloper on the roof i was like is that the mom or something like that just like th- she's not just oh, wow. a mom like i i knew i had that feeling with like how big and involved she was i was like she can't just be like the worried mother there's something else with her yeah but i i think i had the, the other version of just like it, i was like it's just weird that she's just to the worried mother <laughs> <laughs> um yeah ooh-wee. and then we yeah ooey indeed <clears throat> But yeah, now I know that he's in Daredevil, so that's that's where he's relevant. So, but you did you did immediately recognize him as the Kingpin, or is it yeah. just because? I feel like I I've, I've probably seen him somewhere as Kingpin because I know I have, and I and maybe I, like a I, clip oh, on YouTube or something. Maybe maybe some picture some or meme. Something. I've I've been known to see some memes. Mm-hmm. I will say that um, so the 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 uh, Matt Murdock appearing in. Spider-Man was like not it like some some asshole said that on Twitter like months ago. So like I as a rumor that Matt Murdock and then they they made like a big deal out of it. Like people kept asking in press show, press conferences and whatnot, like, oh, is he gonna be in it? He's gonna be in it. And I had no idea that Kingpin was coming back here. Um, it was one of those things like, oh, like if they bring back Daredevil, like like maybe they bring back all these other people too. So when they actually did show Kingpin, I I was very excited. I was like, oh my God, like, yes, fucking this is great. I loved Vincent uh, D'Onofrio as the Kingpin. He was so good on that show and he's good here too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a, I was very happily surprised um, to see him come back and play the Kingpin once more. Do we know anything about the debt that <clears throat> Mrs. Hawkeye had, not Mrs. Kate Hawkeye had to pay or Mr. Kate Hawkeye had to pay? Because he allegedly had debts to to the kingpin or debts to the mob. Um, it is hinted at in the first episode when they're fighting. That's all you really know. You don't right. know anything more specific, and there's there's no comic connection here. So right. yeah, um, but you do you do hear them fighting specifically about this in the first episode uh, when you, when it's like her as a child. This is what she's hearing them argue about. Yeah. That's so. So after the confrontation with Ronan and the showing that Ronan is Hawkeye and the, Hey, you're being used just like I was being used or. Oh yes. Yes. Whatever. I realized I skipped over that little bit. Um, and that um, for the record, now that we've also addressed that Kingpin is in the show, uh, Maya's origin story. Kingpin tells her daredevil killed her father. 
Gotcha. Okay. So it's just sub in Ronin. So sub in, sub in Ronin. Yes. Um, so now Maya, and then Maya confronts um, Kazi and is like, yo, why weren't you at that meeting? The meeting where my, my, why, why didn't you answer the call when my dad died? What the fuck? You were, you were local and you didn't show up. And he's like, oh, I didn't, I wasn't needed. Blah, 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 blah. And now she's like, okay, all this shit is sus. So then she shows up to Kingpin's and talks some shit. And then it's like, oh, I need a couple of days to clear my head. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. I love you. And she's like, I love you too. And I'm like, this is weird. And then she leaves and he's like, all right, we got to kill this bitch. Cause she knows, <laughs> she knows what's up. So she's got to fucking say, die. Uh, the, I think Maya interacting with Kazi and Maya interacting with Hawkeye because they knew sign language, even though like Hawkeye uh, didn't always sign or whatever. And then when they did it with the Kingpin, it didn't feel like he really knew what he was doing. Like, obviously he has Kazi as an interpreter too, but like he kept trying to sign things to her and it looked really awkward as opposed to when Kazi or Hawkeye did it because they know ASL. It was like when, when Charlie learned, learned Mandarin. Yes. Yes, exactly. Talking Mandarin adjacent gobbledygook. Yeah. Yeah. He actually thought he had taught himself Mandarin in two days. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway. So, so where we stand now, Yelena want kill Hawkeye. Yes. Eleanor hire Yelena to kill Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Maya want kill Kingpin because confusion abound and maybe and Kazi because also they're in cahoots with this bullshit. I don't think she uh, wanted to kill him, but sure. Want is a strong word. Sees it as a potential inevitability. How about that? Um, and Kazi wants to kill Hawkeye, even though Hawkeye said, yo, bitch, stay out of the shit. And he's like, no. Um, and then Kate's also there helping with the murder. That Kate's also there. And now Jack also has a sword now and is maybe going to be useful. Um, <laughs> I fucking love that he's like they even address it on the show he's like he just brings a sword <laughs> yeah very strange that he just brings a sword to this this black tie event after like being accused of murdering with arrow. a sword it's, it's just very York. it's just New York baby it's a weird power move it is um, a weird power move so okay so then they have this this party that they go to oh side note do we ever know if um i actually i guess i touched upon it later we'll chat about it later um i the thing that always bothers me in movies where there's like a sniper on a rooftop across a like on a roof looking into some room or a different rooftop or a house or whatever and they have a laser sight why (laughs) why do you do that that's not a requirement. Turn it off. This is really dumb. Mr. Stealth guy hanging out in, in an adjacent building on a roof, sniping some bitches in this other party. Turn the laser off. Stop. Yeah. How else are they going to give a clue? <laughs> right. Right. How else are they going to notice and foil them? Great question, Matt. Sorry. Um, what did you say, Alexis? I said maybe he's just not a very good sniper. Awesome. Also, he clearly he needs, wasn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> he needs all the tools he can get. <laughs> can I ask, as someone who plays a lot of video games, does like the red is like the red dot really all that helpful? I, I'm who am I? Like, 
Well, like you play, you play a lot of PUBG, and I, I've seen you do some some no, good scopes. Like that's not no. One vi- one. Let's clear the air right now. Video game. I use a mouse and a keyboard. That's a that is a video. I'm not game. saying you are whatever that that fucking American sniper dude in whatever that guy's name was. I can't. That would have been a better Bradley joke Cooper? if I could remember his name. Mark Wahlberg, right? No, uh, no Mark Wahlberg. Bradley didn't. Cooper. Was yeah, it was Bradley yeah, it was Cooper. Cooper because it was Mark Wahlberg and, sh- and Sniper. Yeah. The, okay. Or sh- no shooter. You're right. Yes, he was definitely uh, a, in the Sniper movie. Anyways, traditionally, I get it. More video- just, I'm saying like. But like, even when you are playing video games, I feel like the red dot's not part of it. And traditionally in video games, the, the laser only serves as improving hit fire accuracy is generally how it is used. Whether that's how it's used in practicality, I do not know. But the whole premise is you do not need to aim down sights to know where you are aiming. So it being on a sniper rifle would make zero sense. In the context yeah. of what I know, from video games not reality but even like thinking about reality you know that like the the it's like the bullet doesn't just like go in a straight line it goes at a it, it descends it goes so down it'd basically be useless the further the distance yeah that's yeah okay no, I, so, I, so I get i get your comment here about like oh like that's there is no point to the laser side that's more just some in that con in that context it would make no sense i i i as somebody with zero firearms experience I would not. Un- I would true. Negligible firearms <laughs> experience. I would not be able to tell you why or why not. It would be. It would be a useful addition. All right, let's get a firearms expert on. For yeah. The next well, episode. I'll see if John Lane's available. <laughs> um. Okay. So, all oh, right, Yelena's in this party too. So then he fires a shot. That oh. hairstyle, by the way. Good lord, the fucking. That seemed fucking- like a lot. Seems like, like a lot of work. Scales. Yeah, yeah you have to imagine she had to do that solo too, unless she has an accomplice there just to help her with her hair. So doing that solo seems like quite the undertaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's great. And then it was admittedly like oddly kind of practical to get all of that like hair really, really bunched back there. But just like, oh my God, she showed up for a party. If you're, hey, if you're invited. Well, I guess she wasn't. She was not invited. <laughs> um, um so Clint escapes, goes to a floor down below. They're trying to get everybody out. They got all the LARPing cops to, to help out with all this shit too. And they're all pretty great. Um, I was going to say like it, it really actually felt the LARPing thing could have been a throwaway in whatever episode two. They, it feels like they really paid it off. Yeah. Cause like he crashes on their, on, on his couch for a couple of days with the dog and like they're helping make the costumes and they're helping yeah. with, with all of the things. So I, in, in relation to that, do we ever know if he returned to the bag after they stole the, after they took all of the, the, the arrows out of evidence, do we know if, <laughs> if he returned her wife's fucking bombshell? Back? Uh, we, d- mm-hmm. we do not have confirmation. Maybe a gigantic dick and we have no idea. Mm-hmm. Her wife got her that bag and has like the, the, the bombshell right on the side there. She was yeah. very hesitant to give it up. And it'd be very rude good, if he didn't return it. It's a good callback. Mm. Um, so then Yelena and Kate have like a, a chummy fight to, to prevent Yelena from getting to Clint. And again, really enjoyed this. I did the fucking too. the elevator where she just slaps her hand as she's trying to hit all the buttons. That's <laughs> <laughs> real good. Mm-hmm. And then the like the like sideways pan as they're, as they're, yeah, like they're panning each other. through, uh, through yeah. office office rooms while 
a dude is just trying to get some work done and she look <laughs> he looks over and he's like what the fuck is going on here um i don't I remember enjoyed that i don't remember who suplexed who but i said always enjoy a good suplex i think it was I think kate hawkeye uh kate hawkeye kate suplexed Haw- her right yeah because then she comments she on mentioned. it. Yeah, yeah, she mentioned like that was really good. Like, good job. When they're talking about like, oh, like that kick that she was like, you didn't have to kick me right in the ribs, and she was like, oh, it was a good kick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So then he's running through. He counters Kazi, gets him to stop sniping bitches. He blows up the floor while all of the the tracksuit army is coming after him. Um. And then he grappling hooks himself or well, after she does the swan, Yolanda does the swan dive out the window to get down to the floor that she needs to get down to. Uh, Kate then takes one of the, I think it's a caltrop. Is that, is that what those are? And then it puts it around the thingamajigger and tries to shimmy her way down that. And it somehow works and she doesn't break every bone in her entire body. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Hawkeye, tries to do like a zip liney something or other and ends up in a tr- in the Christmas tree at Rockefeller center. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the solution to him being tangled up in the tree <laughs> is, knocking it is down. Kate taking the tree out, which I don't understand. I'm like, if you're tangled in a tree elevated, you're tangled in a tree on the ground. Like you're tangled in a tree. Maybe it would have taken longer for him to slowly climb down. But the, the tree hits the ground and he just like slides on out. Yep. <laughs> One fluid motion hits the ground and he's like, Psh, I'm out. Um, and all of the LARPers were in in like like waiter garb, like serving people at the party. And they change into their LARPer garb for some reason. So they look yeah. like uh, superheroes. So yeah, the people, so people listen would to actually them. listen to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like they say that. They, they do. Yeah. I still think it was dumb. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about I'm a cop? <laughs> yeah. In a waiter <laughs> outfit? I don't know. I trust somebody that yells I'm a cop more than a dude in a <laughs> in a kilt. But like at that point, people are used to it, right? Because it's like they know the Avengers. They've they've seen people in these elaborate costumes. So if they run out and see someone in an elaborate costume being like, hey, danger, go that way, you're probably gonna listen because you sure. the idea of a superhero exists. Whatever. Also, uh, do do the people in this world even like care about the cops? That they're like, cops no, can't do shit. They cannot, they are useless. <laughs> all this, so like you see them saying I'm a cop is not a great. You see those dudes yeah. lobbing Molotovs into that into that fucking pizza place the other day, and they did nothing. Yeah. Also, yeah. when they're superheroes and supervillains, and the cops are just literal flesh bags to play. Yeah, like, with. What do I do yeah. here? I don't, I just don't think people really care about the cops here. Yeah, we don't really care about the cops here either. Fair point. Uh, got them. Um, so now they, so they're on the rink at Rockefeller Center. They show, he's wearing the costume and everybody's all super happy about that. It looks good. You did right. I do like the purple. I do like the purple. Purple's good. It's a great color. It's debatably the best color. Not debatably, it is. Um, and then they have apparently the entire population of Russia slash Poland, because I did write down at one point he's <laughs> yelling in Russian, between. he's yelling in Polish, and then one time he yells Kalmate, which is Spanish. So I'm very confused as to the jumpsuit origin. But then the entire population of wherever nation they hail from descends upon Rockefeller Center. It there apparently, are so many bros. Apparently in like three moving vans. 
Yeah. <laughs> they just descend. Um, and then they just use this as a, hey, this is a showcase for all of those cool arrows we made in that montage 20 minutes ago. But no boomerang arrow. Yeah. So we have the make it big arrow. We have the make it small arrow. We have the it throws like shurikens arrow. We have the, the yeah, the like weird the, like poison darts or something. The poison darts, the magnetic arrow. Like <clears throat> they do a lot of work with those oh. arrows. It's it was a lot. Um, so yeah, that they murder. Uh, Mur- no murder. I was gonna try and think of a, an alternate word for incapacitate, but they they're murdered. All of these people. Are it is. They're fucking... mur- It is a genocide at Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Um. And then the other the other recognizable fucking mafia dudes decide, hey, I'm gonna drive my truck directly over <laughs> over the wall and apparently try and plow it into them on the rink and then they get tiny particled and then yeah. carried off by an owl. <laughs> Matt, what is the reference to the owl? Cause the owl has to have some relevance. Uh, there is no relevance to the owl, but there was hey, an owl. We did it. There was, well, there was an owl that was in the tree in real life. Oh, I know that's, I know that's, 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 that's the, the best. same owl. I know, but I that's was... probably the, it's the only thing I could get, give you. There's no, there's, there's, no there's there is a villain called the owl. It, he's not an actual tiny owl. Uh, not very intimidating. Amazing. Actually, the owl does the or it, it, uh, he doesn't really show up in a, the the character kind of shows up on uh, Daredevil. I don't know if you remember that Alexis in season one. No, not really. Owlsley. Huh. There's like Ben Owlsley. He's the accountant. Oh, okay. That does sound familiar. Fucking hmm? Owlsley. Get <laughs> fucked with that. <laughs> Um, all right. yeah, no special story about the unless unless the owl is a reference to the actual real life incident of an owl living in the tree, then that's what it would be. Fair, but that, so that, that that's a funny little yeah. The owl. So cute. Maya confronts Kazi. Kazi go bye bye. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, and then Kate confront. Uh, Kingpin, fucking outmatched. Uh, he is a big boy. <laughs> fucking rips the door off that goddamn car. He's the in big one fell motion. He's the bigger boy. <laughs> so dude's huge. She, she shoots him. Where's in the chest he? With an where's arrow. he rank on the beef scale? Pretty high. Because that's a lot of beef, and he puts that shit to use. She fucking shoots an arrow in him, and he just goes meh and snaps it yeah, and he just leaves it inside. Just, yeah, he takes his cane and it's just like meh and just kind of. Just smacks R- it out. Ridiculous. He's a large, a large man, a large, a large and man. I really do love that most of that fight is Kate like running at him and being like, meh, 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 and him just like swatting her and then just, just like, continuing to walk in the direction just, he feels like walking. I feel nothing. I have you like, are irrelevant to me. Smack. I need to yeah. go about my business. Smack. I will say, if you enjoyed uh you're gonna roll your eyes, if you enjoyed him his performance of the kingpin here like daredevil is like an r-rated show and he fucking holy shit he beats the ever-loving fuck out of people let alone daredevil like he just he uh in this show we're just like did hawkeye murder somebody in daredevil 
he just fucking straight up murders people with his hands. Like he's a fucking he's terrifying. He's he's great in the show, but he's goddamn terrifying. We should watch Daredevil. I really want to watch it. I might just watch it. Even watch if you don't Daredevil. watch it with me. Why, why, why you need Because I want to watch it with you. It's no, the you same don't. reason you, the same reason that I'm like, Matt, no. why don't we stop doing the podcast? And you're just like, because I like being with my friends. Like, I just, I want to watch Daredevil with a friend who hasn't seen it so that I can experience it for the first time again through their eyes. Like, that's all. I don't know if you want to experience it that way. <laughs> I feel like you would like it. I don't know. Alexis, I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Daredevil is probably one of the most matt things we could we could watch i don't know because it's like it's grounded it's like it's not none of this fucking nonsense bullshit it's like your whole thing here with hawkeye was like yeah i enjoyed it because it like it makes sense and it's grounded and he's not fighting aliens and like this is the only time i'm ever gonna like hawkeye like he tends to like because he's because he's going up against people that aren't super powered because he's also not super powered so it's a little bit even I feel like Matt would just think it's like, oh, it's good, but like, that's right. But that's like a, love. that's like a getting an Oscar at this. Point. That's high praise. That, yeah, it's like, really? uh, <laughs> yeah. That, okay, fine. It's more like maybe getting a Golden Globe, but got him. <laughs> Still, uh, when Matt's when Matt's just like, it's no, it was good. I liked it. Like that's like, oh, we saw something. I, I don't fantastic. think he would say he would like it. I think he would just. Say <laughs> you just think he would say it was good. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds right. <laughs> so I think so, him saying he likes it would that would that's be the like Oscar? amazing. Yeah, I don't think I, I I really hear him say that on any of this stuff. It's rare. All I'll say, like I want, I really do think you would like it. I'm not saying we should watch Daredevil because I want to see you be upset. I think you would really like it. My ass could only be so full of smoke. Okay, just chill. What? <laughs> what? Daredevil is one of the few things that I think people that don't love like every single dumb little Marvel something like I feel like Daredevil is pretty consistently both with people I don't know but also with people that I know who just have no interest in stuff like this but they like Daredevil how many seasons is it three uh... we, can, we can put it away for a rainy day when when we are out of other other content, which seems like dry, it's never when we're in a dry spell, it doesn't seem like well. So when we die, so this is going to be a posthumous podcast. At least we get to hang out in our afterlife. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're close. We're we're close to the end. We got a couple more yeah, uh, things worth talking he, about. Huxer Huxer across the room. He takes all the arrows. He snaps them in half, puts them on the ground, and he's like, "I'm going to go fucking murder this bitch." And she's like, "Ha ha ha! I'm going to snap this cuff link I found." And blow up all of the arrows. Oh, and she grabs grabbed. it off him. Oh, she grabbed it off of him when right she does in. when she like jumps on him. Yeah. Ah, okay. So then she does the snappy dude and sets all the arrows off and they blow him up. Um, and then she gets her mom arrested because <laughs> she's a fucking narc. <laughs> <laughs> but her mom has like probably the best line on the show. If, I'm, if we're being if we're being honest. Okay. I'll so this is Christmas, it. Kate, getting your mom arrested for murder. It's <laughs> <This is> like <laughs> the ultimate mom line. I d- I will say I did. I said just get one more guilt trip in there, mom. Good work. That's probably what I was <laughs> referencing. <laughs> I laughed very hard at that line. Um, we also skipped. Oh, never mind. No, we didn't. Never mind. No, we didn't. It's literally, it's literally the next thing. Yeah. Nobody fucking cool it. 
I literally so, thought this too, so I'm glad we're all. <laughs> I so, did as well. 100%. Oh, oh, do you do you have my notes open too, Alexis? Oh yeah. Shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, then we then we go back to Yelena kicking the piss out of Hawkeye, and he's kind of just taking it, and um, then he does the whistle, which is yet another. How do you know that? How do you know that song? I hundred percent agree. How do you know that song? Out of every, he he was like, "Hey, she's better than me. She sacrificed. This was her choice." Yada yada yada. She's like, "You're a liar." He whistles, and she's like, "Oh shit!" Let's listen to what this guy has to say. I'll stop kicking the crap out of him. He just whistled. I get, I get it. That's probably the like, oh, okay. If he knows the whistle, he really did know her. Like, but you already knew they knew each other. Like, why is her yeah, whistling like, tune to herself the, the magical code? Like, even from Black Widow, she should, the fucking, the movie Black Widow, she should know that they're Clint's, her relationship with Clint is so, because they reference Clint fucking 20 times in Black Widow. Like, oh, this is the, this is the vent that Clint and I hung out with after our shootout. And like, yeah, like she should know that he's not lying to her. They've been in, they've been in close contact and close proximity, and have have known each other for a while. And Yelena has known that she should know the ins and outs of that relationship as well. So it's weird that that was the the straw the that broke the camel's back. The, the camel's back. It's really dumb. Um, but oh, and we uh, uh, we did skip when he, the guy comes back. He's like, oh yeah, like I took my girl to see Maroon Five. Oh yeah, after the the Imagine Dragons thing, it's um, pretty good. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, but a gun, really? <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. Um, so then the dog had no relevance. The dog was just a dog. I guess so. Yeah, dog was just just a kind of a, a catalyst for for because like the dog wasn't a member of the tracksuit or member. He wasn't owned by someone in the tracksuit mafia, but like, because Kate saved the dog while wearing the Ronin costume and he saw the, the broadcast and like, that's, that's it. It's just, here's the dog. Yeah. But the dog didn't even have any relevance to the, the tracksuit mafia. He wasn't. No. I mean, the dog showed up like to, to make that situation worse. And then she saved him and was the, the video of Ronin of her in the Ronin suit, saving the dog became the thing that triggered everything else because everyone's like, oh, Ronan's back. And yeah. he's like, oh, fuck, I got to find who's who's got the costume and like yada, yada, yada. Like that's, yeah, that's it for the relevance. Yeah, and then they get to the, he gives the watch back and then we already talked about the watch. And we shit. skipped one. We yeah. uh, we skipped a note that you wrote here right after your whistle note. What, the glad Kingpin got 14 seconds in the sun? Do you that really thing? think King, Kingpin's dead? I didn't see a body. No, no I mean, you just heard the, you just heard because... Because he didn't die from that, and then Maya confronts him, and she's like, oh, hey, weird, ha, 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 this is strange and awkward, and then she shoots him, presumably, because you hear a gunshot, but it's right. all assumed. And all assumed that a like, bullet, bullet would even kill him. Who knows? Right, like, he was shot with an arrow, and he's like, bah. Yeah. What, like, a bullet without actually doing anything to him? Meh. What's Our producer deal? turns to me and said, there's no way he's dead if if anyone's gonna kill him, it's gonna be fucking Daredevil. <laughs> Fair enough. And what what's Kingpin's deal? Like, what's his origin? Uh, it's I'm just a big guy. I'm big. Uh, well, so the Daredevil show gives him like a, a backstory and whatnot. There's not like a he he's like a mob boss. That's kind of rough upbringing. Uh, a dad who was like like pretty um, 
I'm not going to give every little second of Daredevil away, but like, you know, there's a, a, Honestly, a dad, like a union, union, union guy and tied to the, crime and yada, yada, yada. These aren't the up parts that, that I care so. about. If I'm That's, asking. It's, it's kind of like that, right? It's like the, the typical, let's say like a Tony Soprano growing up in, in the Italian mob and Tony yeah, Soprano if, becomes a mafioso. If, if I shot Don Corleone in the heart, that motherfucker's dying. That's more what I'm asking about. <laughs> oh, no, I, he's just big. Yes, he's just he's just he's, fucking huge. Um, it's so not like, super he's not like super big. powered strong. He's just like insanely strong because he, he's he's big and strong. Like, that's it. He's okay. the big he guy. He be wearing like a bulletproof vest under there, too. We don't know. I mean, yeah, he's he a might mob be, boss. Like, he um, might be used sure. to that. It, <laughs> under his Hawaiian shirt. I mean, yeah. Um, one, I don't know if Tommy Bahama makes. Fucking so Matt, you're over here like these fucking writers. They pulled over books and got it. Yeah, he does actually wear like that weird Hawaiian shirt in a book or on a cover of a book at least. Right. Still weird, weird to have him show up like with that and like the hat. <laughs> it's just like very it's casual. not very not very not Christmassy. Christmassy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Two in the original story about Maya, she does. Sh- that's, that is that is also how it ends. Is she's like, oh, Daredevil didn't kill my dad. You fucking did it. She comes back to him and shoots him. And it's comics, so of course he's fine. Like I would, I would be really shocked if this was the end of Kingpin. That being said, and this is where I will upset you. Uh, Maya's getting her own TV show. Fine, I don't care. She's not an interesting enough character to warrant a TV show. She's a mob middleman that has a, 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 a tragic backstory. Like that shouldn't be enough to warrant a fucking TV show. So in, and who knows if we're going to, what we're going to do. Maya Lopez is a, is a daredevil character. Is so my like, assumption, sorry, what? Nothing. What were you going to say? I don't remember anymore. Cause then she my brain a, just said my assumption. That's uh, what my brain just said. Yeah. Um, Maya Lopez is like an assassin trained by like Kingpin and yada 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 um, as kind of like a like a point point and kill not dissimilar to a Black Widow. Um, she does have a superhero code name, but whatever. Um, it was kind of like Daredevil is a deaf lawyer. Sorry, Daredevil is blind a blind lawyer. lawyer. We're going to introduce a deaf assassin, and that was kind of their initial initial pitch um and then she kind of goes on to do her own thing and she has a uh, uh, kind of connection to her native um heritage she has like a vision quest story arc where she does a bunch of stuff um but yeah so they're doing it they're doing a tv show it's called echo and i would be or which was her code name i i, I would I, I would assume that daredevil and kingpin might be related to that echo tv show to watch them come out and be like, haha, Echo is actually Daredevil season four, bitches. Can you tell them to stop? I really wish I could. Stop doing what they're doing. Like, this is like. I know it's e- too much. It's fun, but it's too much. But also Every, money. Everybody doesn't need this. But the money. It's, but it's not. But it's. But the thing is, it's already. It was in production before this even aired. So they or was was this specific like actor in this specific role in Daredevil already? No, Hawkeye. It, it uh, she had nothing to do with Daredevil, and then they were making Hawkeye, and I believe they were like, oh yeah, like we've cast Maya Lopez, and then at some point after uh, 
months after Hawkeye was announced, they were like, we're going to make a show called Echo. And people were what like, an oh, insane, but... psychotic prospect to pick a character that nobody's heard of, that nobody's been introduced to, that gets minimal screen time in the thing they're already making and say, She's we're going to make a lot of screen time in this. She's a big part of this fucking story. Is she though? Yeah. Is she though? Yes. Is she though? She's only in, she's only not in one episode. I'm more saying in terms of her relevance. She's literally there the whole time to fucking kill him. The whole, the whole thing is her. She, she, she's the secondary catalyst. None of the tracksuits would have shown up for the Ronin shit if not for her, man. Like, she's literally the most relevant. One, disagree. Two, <laughs> do we watch different shows? The, the, the fact that they're, they're putting their eggs in a basket that hasn't even been created yet, assuming people will want to be, want to see more of that basket is psychotic. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that, again, that's why I would assume that Echo is really secretly like Daredevil season four, and they must have known that they were going to do Daredevil season four in some form or fashion. So cool, we're gonna we're gonna do Echo now. Like, also, that's the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is introducing yes. a character no one knows yet and just like committing. So <laughs> it's and nothing new. Matt, I really fucking hate to bum you out, man. Like, Kevin Feig has said that they have plans for twenty twenty eight. So like I hope, oh he just fucking okay. Uh, well, he's for the folks now. at home, he just left the Zoom, so now it's just Alexis and me. Uh, so Alexis, you like the show? Yeah, I thought it was good. I I mean I will say, <laughs> I like the show. Self-contained, like I said, I am not looking forward to Haley Steinfeld. 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 You're not because you like it's just like. Well, she's minimally as good at doing this shit as Hawkeye is. Right. And Hawkeye's already on the lower level. So why do I give a shit about someone who's just not very good? Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just, just it, in the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's like, okay, so she's like a regular person who does some cool things sometimes, but not really that great. Like, but you Hawkeye like Hawkeye good. for those reasons. Right, because Hawkeye was good, but we've like established that she's nowhere near what Hawkeye's level is because yeah, so we're at, we're, at, we're at a different person and it's like diet Hawkeye. It's like it's like RC Cola Hawkeye. We did not know if you were coming back, by the way. We were we were like <laughs> and I was like I thought it would have been really fun if you just left forever. <laughs> sorry, sorry to disappoint you. Um <laughs> I'm actually kind of I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I uh, uh, I would have assumed that one. I would have assumed that Matt would have liked her more because she's not Jeremy Renner. Um, I don't hate Jeremy Renner. Yes, you do. Yes, <laughs> I kind of do. You. I hate Hawkeye. And uh, he's not helping. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the uh, it, it has appeared or it has seemed like we are getting we are starting to get like legacy, right? Like it's like right. the, you know new Captain America, and okay, like here's your new Hawkeye, but like. I didn't. I have never viewed her as, I guess, less than. I think she's just as, just as good as just the Hawkeye as part, useless. I get it. If not as good at all the extra spy shit that he knew about that he brought to the table, but she was like already like a really good um, archer. She was already a good fighter. You know, he 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 teaches her trick arrows and whatnot. She's clearly enthusiastic and excited, and I think that's why. Yeah, like, that's she's great, not bringing anything like, new to the table. Not as good. There you go. I don't know. Like, 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 
Sam being Cap is like, oh, at least he's got the fucking wings. Like he's at least bringing something new to the Captain America table, even if he's not bringing all the other shit. He's categorically worse. But I don't know. It's just like, you're, you're just like, it, it, it's honestly as if they just replaced the, the oh, Hawkeye's now this. It's like when they replaced Rhodey and made a Don Cheadle. Like it, it's the exact same thing. So like, mm. it's, just, it's just a different person playing the same character the same way. So do I like Don Cheadle more? Sure. Does that matter in the grand scheme of things? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, partly, yes. There's like no real difference to the, her skill levels and stuff. Obviously, she has a different personality, so that could add something to it. But it's just, overall, if this was like a way to write out Hawkeye from like the universe, just being like, yeah, he's off doing this thing. he's, And then she was just a part of this self-contained story. I would be very happy with that because I just don't think it's really needed from here on out to replace Hawkeye. I guess too, as from well, the, with the same exact skills. Right. At, like, oh, the, the legacy of Hawkeye is, the legacy of Hawkeye is so important to the everybody that we need to find a Hawkeye to take the mantle off this other Hawkeye. It's like, well, no, I don't. I think, I think we, we could we need, argue we, that. We, we need a legacy Hulk more than we need a legacy Hawkeye. But like the whole what point that, that they make, they literally say it out loud in exposition form that like the idea here is that there is someone that isn't super powered, that is still talented, that is good as like an inspirational figure who can still run with the rest of the, the, the supers, right? Like I think that is Hawkeye's purpose to call, even call back to the musical. He's like, yeah, like he's like a real cool guy, but like he is talented, right? Like everyone else, yeah. sure, they have a special ability or talent and or whatever. And she's just nowhere Hawkeye's near his really talent, talented. But she is. She, that's the whole point. Not she really. is. Yeah. She just doesn't know some of his spy shit, but she, they show that she is clearly just as good, if not better of an archer than, than him. She I maybe don't doesn't think have... they ever showed that. That, <laughs> that whole final, fucking final sequence when she's shooting yeah. arrows just as good, if not better than he oh, is. giant explosion arrows, which hits everyone. I feel like I could do All right, well come on. <laughs> a lot of um, um, I would. I will say that, like, I think when whenever it comes to any kind of legacy character, regardless of if it's this or fucking here's your new Batman or, or whatever, right? Like, um, it's almost always about, like, what the what the person brings, right? It's it's not necessarily, like, I don't know if this is a great uh, comparison, but it's like, it's, you've seen three Spider-Mans, and each one is, the Spider-Man has the same fucking talent, but it's, it's like, the, the different, it's like the people that kind of make, the people behind the mask that make it interesting, or whether it's like, uh, okay, I guess Miles does have additional abilities than Peter does, but, um, you know, like, Toby, Andrew, Tom, right, like, it's just three Spider-Men, but each one, as an actor, brings something interesting to the character, or their performance, or whatever, and we get a lot out of it, right, so like, okay, here, this is not it's not like so dissimilar that yes Hawkeye one shot arrows and Hawkeye two shot arrows but it's like who is Kate and do you like Kate versus Clint and things like that that I think makes uh makes Kate as Hawkeye interesting because she as a person the things that she does the things that she says her personality her this her that her whatever like her story that we can now watch as she grows like that's that's I'm honest, interesting. I'm honestly more coming at it from the perspective of did we need a legacy Hawkeye? And I don't think we did. That's no, same way we don't 
don't need a legacy Black Widow no, as well. Cor- correct. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what if, what if, what if in Endgame 2 we need to sacrifice somebody else? We need them to have the same struggles. So then we need Yelena to sacrifice herself to continue that. Well, already Maybe. Yelena and Kate are becoming besties. So I was literally about to say, like, <laughs> they already seemingly have good, like, good banter. Like, His, good history's just repeated. We're just doing. We're we're just doing the Force Awakens. We're just just turn the key and let's exactly. do it again. Exactly. See, so it's it's in the same way of like, oh yeah, if they aren't doing anything different, even now with these two separate characters and right. these two separate type people, they're just gonna be best buddies and then have all this like, hey. Everybody just slides back into the exact same position they were in. One, I still like th- things that are just people being pals. That's why I'm here with you. Um, two, I don't think the problem with all the new Star Wars shit was like... No, of course not. Like, it, Oscar Isaac <laughs> is great, right? Like, it's no, like... No, the, ob- the problem wasn't like not. the characters. It was just like a really, really shitty, shitty written story and movie. But like, Adam Driver and Kylo Ren are, were still really intriguing and, and like Ray was intriguing, and then it was like, oh, okay, like this is what we're doing. No, it's not. Never mind. We were so wrong. like, like as an I, just as an idea, like Kylo and, and Ren and Poe and like blah 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 blah. Kylo and Ren, uh, Kylo yeah, and Ray and Poe, and like it's like these characters are still interesting. It's just like it's just a shitty story. So like, yeah, if we just get basically a repeat, uh, the next Avengers movie brings all these characters together and it's literally just like a carbon copy of the first Avengers movie. Like, yeah, that's going to suck. But if they do do interesting things with them and use these characters to do something new or to show us different perspectives or to go off in different ways, like I, I'm, I guess the only thing I'm trying to do is give you both like a little bit more hope that there's like potential in having a new Black Widow, a new Hawkeye. At the end of the day, it ultimately comes down to whether the story is interesting, but like I wouldn't fault like the character as uninteresting. So, but what they do in the situation that becomes you know, sure, but it, it just seems like out the gate there they've they had opportunities to differentiate and elected not to. How about that? By giving your wings, sure, anything. Yeah. But yeah, like the 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 same skills, the same buddy buddy with the same other character. It's just like uh, okay, we're just yeah, we're, we're just doing this again. Okay. Uh, for me, it's kind of, uh, and, and this is, I know this is where I lose you. It's just like, for me, I'm just more excited. That's like, Oh, it's like, it's Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld. And like, I'm really excited to see them. And I know you don't necessarily care about actors ever. Nope. So nope. I know I've, I've lost you there Correct. at least. I don't know if I fully lost you, Alexis, but I also don't know if you care about Florence Pugh. I, yeah, I don't really care about actors that much. I'm like <laughs> good for them. But <laughs> What know. good for them? Good for them. What? That they're yes. in more stuff, so they're getting more money. That's, okay. Well, Got to get that money. Around, right. All right. Uh, what has it been like? Two hours now. I think we can wrap it up. I think we should oh, probably yeah. fucking stop. It was pretty okay. good. How about that? I you know it. what? I'll fucking with you and Hawkeye. I'll I'll take it. So high praise. Yeah.